summoned gather round for a rather frightening show. <laughs> you will beg and scream, you stubborn heroes. This place is dark. They will feast on your bones with no hope in sight. For those poor stubborn heroes, <laughs> you will lose your breath as you cry out for help. Your cries will be silenced. So give up your miserable wealth. No turning back now. The show is about to begin. You're all going to die in this haunted mansion. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Halloween special of the Stubborn Heroes, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Joining me today, the stubborn heroes, Billy, who plays Cedric Crow. Boy, we're in trouble. Cody, who plays Amon Fear. You almost forgot my name. (laughs) Michael, who plays Belrin. There aren't going to be ghosts, are there? And David, who plays Phileas Senek. I'll just heal them all. They'll be fine. <laughs> Good luck with that. Ooh. I'll bring them all back to life. <laughs> and joining us, as you were probably noticed, all of our stubs, Aerotol is not with us today. So, taking his place and joining us for this very special episode will be Eric Smilovsky. I'm new Aerotol. <laughs> Not twice, but you know. Wow. You can't be you because you're trademarked. <gasps> so. <laughs> Shoot for copyright. Now, I want to warn you all that this episode is going to be a little bit different. We can't die. The things that you... Well, we can die. Think. The rules that are set. Canon? Does that even matter here? No. Anybody can be the prey. Anybody can die. Horrible deaths. The rules might not be exactly what you think. So, without further ado, we will begin this episode of The Stubborn Heroes. Ah! I just wet my pants. (laughs) (laughs) This is called I Just Wet My Pants. (laughs) There is a house on the hill. Surrounded by trees. Just a few miles outside of Yarnin Breeze. Its walls are brick, its floor sturdy wood, its foundation of stone. Three hundred years it has stood. Many have died there, within that hollowed ground. And those that go in never make a sound. 
We're going to begin with a little flashback of where you guys are and how you got there. It starts with Cedric. Cedric, while escaping from the Bank of Everfay, you remember you saw a scroll laying upon a table, a scroll addressed to a Lord Emberhell. You grabbed it in your scurry as you were escaping, and you brought it back to the Shattered Citadel with you. After a few days, you remembered it, and you woke up and in your chambers, and you, you began to read it. You realized that the scroll was actually information for this Lord Emberhell. He is attempting to purchase an estate, an estate just outside the town of Yarnenbreeze. This estate is said to be for a simple monetary value of just a few thousand gold, but its, its sheer size doesn't exactly match up to that amount of gold. And it's simply because this is correspondence to Lord Emberhell telling him that he has sent in three different teams to go in and complete a special clause in the contract to get this estate. The clause says you must simply spend one night within the estate. Those who survive the night will then be able to own it. Three different times Lord Emberhell has sent in his men to stay the night, and three different times his men were never heard of again. Great business opportunity, you think? You convince your fellow heroes to travel to Yarn and Breeze. It will be a Yarn and Breeze, you say, to get this estate. The bumpy carriage squeaks and moans as the horses gallop picks up pace. You awaken all of you within this carriage on this dirt path. As you notice the forested path you were taking begins to descend into a valley. Small patches of communities are sprinkled about. This is a very impoverished town of simple farmers. Many of them are working their fields and they look at you ominously as you pass by. Some of them even stop what they're doing and stare at your carriage as it passes through their town of Yarn and Breeze. This is North Eastern Chandar. You are on your way to the Redgrave Estate. And the carriage eventually leaves this tight-knit community. And you're all within the carriage, the four of you. Aerotol has decided not to come. You remember Aerotol telling you, I don't deal with such petty things, Cedric. I'll stay, I'll stay back, thank you. Clearly not seeing the great business opportunity that you do. You're all within the carriage together, and you're now outside of this Yarn and Breeze town, and now you're just traveling on a dirt road in a thick, dark forest. It is evening time, around 6 p.m., so we all just woke up? You said? You're all just in, in the carriage together. You're traveling to this estate. Cedric convinced you to come here. Just <clears throat> What's the deal here, Cedric? What's the point of this journey? Did you say where we're going? Yeah, to the Redgrave estate. It, it is, uh, and you know that it's uh, three miles away from Yarn and Breeze. It's in a heavily forested area in the middle of nowhere. The middle of a dark forest. The eyes on Michael right now. Did he already uh, tell us where we're going like before? Yeah, we yeah, he's already explained to you. You're going to Redgrave Estate. You're all aware of this. Cedric, 
what is the point of this journey? Well, from what I understand, we just gotta spend a night there, and we can make a lot of money, because we will get the deed, because we just have to spend the night there to get the deed. And then we can turn it into a cross corner, or, or whatever. Simple. Amon will do a history check. Alright. Chandar's like... It's the continent of humans. Yeah, where uh, Dorian and Rathir and... Yeah. History check, go ahead. When you see how this thing goes, you're going to realize your levels don't really matter. 19. Huh? 19. A 19. I'm going to whisper it. You guys talk while I whisper it. Whisper sweet nothings in your ear, Cody. Just, oh, talk about the Discord server. Discord, 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 Discord (laughs) server. Stuff and things. (laughs) (laughs) You don't say it anymore. So you keep saying it. Cody starts saying it. Exactly. That's how you get rid of people's phrases. This is the longest minute, am I right? I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Amon, you've done... It's been too long. Yeah. Amon, you've done uh, your history <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, I know you really like business opportunities, Cedric, but we really sh- probably shouldn't do this. Why not? Because this is a pretty dangerous place. That's fine. I got a good friend of mine coming to back us up. It's still a dangerous place. How dangerous? Uh, I say over the years, a lot of disappearances and death. So, pretty dangerous. That's not dangerous at all. We've been through worse. Maybe it's been a mystery. Maybe it's people need our help. They need our help. Why are they making people disappear? Oh, I make people disappear all the time. It's just things happen. People disappear sometimes. But Cedric, that's just you. Maybe they ran away because they were scared. I don't know. And they never get seen again. They ran really far. <laughs> okay, Cedric. <clears throat> Any other checks or anything before I continue? My character wouldn't know anything about this house, so. Yeah. But again, you're passing that. through a forest, uh, a dark forest. Okay. Can you keep going? Perception check outside and see if there's anything. You can do a perception check, yes. Do a perception check. What was that, Wisdom? That's a six. A six? Yeah. You look out and you see the darkened trees. I should have a perception. I'm proficient in it. Well, it's too late. I already rolled. And. Bet Ballerin, you're just sort of looking out and you just see the darkened forest and you start to imagine dark things within it. Evil things. You see the sun is setting. It sort of frightens you a little bit, so you just you look away. It's too scary outside. I'm just going to stay inside. And the carriage continues rolling up. Dark perception. Dark perception check? Yeah, you can. Dice. You should put a, uh, a light in there. 26. I don't know. 26. Last 26. Yeah, you can put this in here so you can see somewhat, I guess. Phileas, while you're traveling through, you're looking out to the forest. You see the trees, and they're waning. You're suddenly caught by, as they're just flashing by before you, this almost like a dark image within the trees begins to form in your mind. And then this image sort of peels away, 
and you see a woman and she looks over at you and she's human and her eyes are black and her mouth is gaping and black as she widens her eyes opens it and looks at you whoa alright as her mouth is quivering and pointing at you and then over there here but then the carriage keeps moving and she's off and you all sort sort of look through I I didn't see nothing and you see nothing there's nothing out there she had black eyes and she was looking at me weird yeah you're seeing things (laughs) ooh that seems interesting I want to uh, like what kind of carriage are we riding like there's like a guy on like yep yep, there's a guy with uh, with four horses um, he's not one of your crows because specifically part of this uh, contract to take on Redgrave Estate was you had to contact a, a banker who handles the estate that lives in Chandar. You had one of your crows contact them. They, they set you up transportation to go to the estate and there's somebody who's going to be meeting you at the estate named Martin Comey who is a, a, uh, a representative from the bank who is going to let you into the estate for the evening. Cedric's going to basically go leave the carriage and go to the front. But, uh, hey, you hop out the side <coughs> while, it's, while it's running and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. climb up the side of the carriage. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what he's going to do is like look around and be like, you guys are freaking me the fuck out. I'm going to go sit with the driver. <laughs> <laughs> and then go up and, be like, and then uh, leave and just... just do the same kind of thing, looking around yeah. his surroundings yeah. beside the driver. Yeah, go ahead. Just quick perception check. You see the zombie. You see the boogeyman. <laughs> what is wisdom? That's a ten. You, you look out, you don't see anything that would resemble like a girl. This superstitious druid and his craziness. Clearly he's just seeing things. But what you do see is a big pile of money as you look over, pointing up from the edges of the tree is a what seems to be a towering mansion that you are just now approaching. You move along the path, you guys are there, and you see a stable coming up on your left. And you see a man there standing at the stable, Cedric, and then you see, finally in its entirety, this large mansion must be 3,000 to 4,000 square feet. It's, it's huge. And it's it looks old, and it looks like there's probably many different rooms within it. At the front is a large black gate with all these odd symbols etched into the metalwork, and the uh, there's a graveyard at the very front of the actual mansion proper. And you see many different workers as you're all now pulled up to the stable. Many different workers all around the estate who are like gardening and, and as you're pulling up, one of them was just moving moving some barrels of hay from the stable, saw, saw you arrive, made eye contact with you, Cedric. It's this man with one black eye, this old man. Sticks his pitchfork into the hay and just goes, and then turns and just walks away. Like he doesn't want to be even speak to you. And you guys have arrived at the stable. The driver, who hasn't spoken to you the whole time, gets off and opens up the door for all of you to get out. You can finally stretch your legs after being in that carriage for a very long time. So cramped in here. 
Not anymore. You're out. So. <laughs> oh my god. That's that the reaction so... I'm looking for. There you go. That was so cramp. Sitting next to a mod just like kills me. You're so big. You've gained so much weight. I have not. Yes, you have. You need to watch what you eat. That's pretty mean. I wonder if the talisman's going to intervene with that. Oh, Belrun! <laughs> Whatever are you doing, poor man? He's only ever been a friend to you. I'm just giving him some advice. Maybe he should lose a few pounds. Okay. I've been you so many times. Don't give that luck. And, uh, yeah, and you've all arrived at the very front of the gate there. There is a a human man, very plump. He's wearing a very nice outfit, similar to the outfit that Cedric was wearing when you guys robbed the bank. There's a human man there. He's standing in front of the gate, and he's very plump, and he's got this uh, uh, haircut. He's got a big, big twirly mustache. And he's like, oh, yes, yes, you, you are the, um, are you the ones I've been waiting for? It's us. Oh, yes. <clears throat> I am Martin Comey. I've been sent by the bank to let you into the estate. So, uh, is it true what they say about this place? Is it really haunted? <laughs> oh, well, I, I've i never seen any ghosts personally, but, um, you know, that is what they say, I suppose. Um, but uh, you, you're here to stay the night. I'm not really supposed to comment on, on that, to be honest with you. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, you're, you're Cedric Crow, I assume? Yep. Ah, oh, yes, yes. And he puts out a hand to shake your hand. He'd grab, like, his finger. Yeah, it's very sweaty. Gross. He goes, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, it's so hot out here. And he starts wiping his hand off, and he's like, and you? Oh, my. I didn't say a tiefling would be coming. Okay. Well, that'll be interesting, I suppose. Here. And he shakes his finger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This is how it, you do it in your land. <laughs> and you? And he looks over. Uh, oh, I'm Belrun. Uh, Belrun, yes, of course. Cedric fist will, bump. You fist bump him? <laughs> it's like, oh, yes. Cedric will just be holding his hand like, ugh. It's just like soaked. Just like <laughs> shaking it. I do apologize. I sweat a lot. And you? Phyllis. Phyllis, yes. <laughs> you see Cedric. <laughs> You're wearing a rather interesting garment, yes. Um, hello, and you've changed Is that a problem? No, no, I just... I, You know, many people have tried, attempted the challenge of staying here for a night, and nobody has ever succeeded. You must be brave, brave people to be spending the night here. Why is it a challenge? I just want to point out, Bellerin, his look, eyes are going everywhere. He looks very scared as if this is the first time he's heard about this. <laughs> oh, well, you know, on account of on account of all the disappearances, yes. What, what disappearances? Oh, uh, have you not known? Well, come, I will explain on the way. He says, and he starts waddling over, and he opens up the gate. The gate creaks open. There's a long path moving towards the mansion. And about 50 feet ahead of you are the steps leading into the mansion's foyer. Yes. The estate was constructed by Duke Cadius Redgrave around 300 years ago. Mr. Redgrave lived here with his two daughters 
and his many servants for uh, the entirety of his life. Until the night they all disappeared, of course. They were the first disappearances. Those were just the first. The first? Yes. And he keeps how, how many more? They're buried over there. He ignores you. They're buried over there to Wait. your right in the graveyard. And you see a graveyard that's just full of graves. Graveyard. You said they disappeared. How are they buried? Well, a, a, gravestones were put in place for their, for, in honor of them, but I don't believe their bodies were ever found. Nor anybody's bodies who have disappeared on the premises. He, Bauron, ah. turns Cedric. What have you gotten us into? It's fine. Bellerin, this is a dark place, Bellerin. I'm I sh- do not like how I feel here. I'm sure they're just making it all up. But, d- d- but my talisman says it's evil. It's lying. <laughs> and then, then Bellerin, when you finally go, ugh, and you turn, you look up the top of the stairs, there's a little boy there who's wearing a black suit, and he's very pale, and he's got bags underneath his eyes, and he's just staring at you. Oh my gosh, what is that? Oh. Uh, and behind him is a woman wearing a, a flowery yellow dress. Her hair is propped up, white hair, and she's just sort of uh, there behind him. She goes, oh, that's my son. <laughs> oh, come here, boy. And the boy runs up. Hi, Daddy. I hope he didn't scare you. And things startle and me very easily. And the woman walks up to. He's like, yes, oh, sorry, we we do, we come here rather early. We're not always sure when the people are going to arrive. So anyways, and he looks and he's grabbing some keys. He's just like, huh. Well, I don't know, I'm going to do a perception check. Of what? Just see if there's anything around that. Generally in the area yeah. where you are now, just at the front? Yeah. Like graveyard areas. Yep, yep. 24. Looking around, generally in the area, you notice that the whole time you've been walking, all of the workers have been keeping eye contact with all of you and just looking at you. And then once you look at them, they look away. Or they just drop what they're doing and walk away. So they are skitty. Like they're skitty, like they do not want to speak to you at all. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to look around and use detect magic. Okay. Um, you detect no magic at all right now. You're just, it's very strange to you. You're like, so you'd almost be convinced, what, there's no magic here. That's why it comes to life. Anyway, you hear the wrangling of keys, and it's like, this one, uh, this one, yes. Uh, Mr. Crow, there you go. Mm. All right, let's get this show on the road. Now, when you go inside, uh, you will... Be in the entranceway, the foyer. Uh, if you follow the stairs straight up, there are four bedrooms upstairs. Each one belonged to the Duke, his, his, the Duchess, and of course at all of their children. Um, if you on the main floor, you'll find the living room, the study, the ballroom where he used to have many different parties. The Duchess loved her parties. She also loved her garden, which was just behind the ballroom. Uh, there's also the dining area, the kitchen, um, and then the basement. Of course, you can. Th- there's an entrance to it, but none of us have ever been able to open the thing. It's been sealed shut for a very, very long time. Nobody has the key for it, unfortunately. Cedric will just kind of like nudge him on. That's where the treasure is. Good thing you're here to uh, can open it. At any rate, my son and I must go. Cheerio. 
You're not going to show us around the house? <laughs> I would never step foot inside of that place. <laughs> and he turns and he, goodbye and good luck. And uh, I'll be here in the morning. And if you're still here, then uh, I will hand over the deed uh, for that monetary price. Is your wife staying here? He looks at you. My wife? She's not right behind. You see nobody there. No one saw that Sir, lady. Sir, my wife died ages ago. She, she was standing right behind your son. The little boy looks confused at his father. Calm now, boy. Let us go. And they walk away. That woman is gone. Are you okay, Belrath? Clearly not. There's a lady there. Yeah, I was just playing tricks on you. Same lady I saw. You saw a lady? In the carriage. Well, I saw nothing there. So the the two gone right now? Yeah. Saw a lady with black uh, eyes. Cedric, why don't you just take the deed? If, it ha- if he has it on him, why don't you just take the deed? Did it, Did he have it on him? You have no idea. <laughs> we could have ended this right here now if you just... He's leaving now, he'll be back now. in the morning. For, for the sake of this, I'm going to let you know he does not have the deed on him. <laughs> you just slide a hand it's in. somewhere else he's gonna go get it and bring it back but either way the deed can't be signed over it's, to you it's in his safe that he only opens after but regardless of that shit. you're aware of all the legality and everything you need to spend the night and survive the night in order to even get it signed over to you you can just say the deed's in a room that will only open after 24 hours in the house I can't say that for reasons Right, so Cedric, you sort of look, and, and the man and his child are, are walking through the gate now, and they're leaving towards the stable. Oh, fuck. I swear you'd pick that up. I didn't think you'd, you'd mention the woman. Well, There's so many things because, in this that you guys have when no you're like, idea. You're like, oh, yeah. his son, I'm like, wait. And all the workers and everything are also leaving, and they're they're getting onto their horses and their carriages, and you guys would notice the sun is, is half set. You just see half the sun over the tree line in the dark forest, and this cool breeze begins to move. I have a bad feeling about this. Ah. I, I did tell you guys in the carriage that it's a bad place. It'll be fine. What's the worst that can happen? That we could be in this graveyard? But no one's actually in the graveyard. Do we know that for sure? One way to find out. We should go check. <laughs> I do want to go to the graveyard. <laughs> I wanted to go. I have negative strength, so I'm not digging anybody up. I would say, I would say, I, I, I feel we should just stick together. Okay, and you walk into the small graveyard that is outside the front of the house. The gate there creaks. This gate is very tall. It's about uh, six feet tall. Uh, it's also a large gate. It creaks open. And you're walking through, and you see several different graves with different names on them. This is this is. I, I like, didn't expect this. So this is Greg, and give you some info if you want. Yep. Do I have to roll for anything? No, just tell me uh, what you want to do. Amon will inspect the bigger looking graves, and like, the, I'm guessing this is like a is this a walled off area? Yeah, you or like see, a more you see area? a more uh, yeah. Walking through, you see several mm-hmm. graves. Um, about half of them are, are like tarnished. Some of them even have like a claw mark across it. You can't tell what it even says anymore. You just see the years underneath and stuff. But you notice that this goes back 300 years, all these different graves. And then you finally see ahead of you a large, almost monument with five different graves. Yeah. 
The okay. one would like to read the graves. The one has a, a photo of a man. He has very pointed features. He's a human. He has black slicked back hair. He's wearing this pompous like black outfit, and he just looks very solemn. And and uh, that's on the center grave. And it just says uh, Duke Cadius Redgrave. On the left of it, you see one that says Duchess Dolores Redgrave. Beside that, you see Bartholomew Redgrave, son. This one says he only survived one year. On the right side now, you see Petunia Redgrave, old eldest daughter of the Duke. And then finally, you see Penny Redgrave. And it seems that she only lived and disappeared when she was seven years old. The daughter was about 18. Um, there's there's only an image on the father's grave, though, on the Duke's. Hey, Valorin, maybe you saw the Duchess okay. in the house. Ooh. Amon moving his hands around Valorin in the graveyard. How would I have seen the Duchess? I guess I wouldn't have actually known if it was the Duchess or not. You saw. You said you saw. A I woman. saw a woman. Maybe it's. Maybe it was her. Maybe it's a warning to us. Don't say things like that. You know how much I don't like ghosts. I did not know this. Actually, this is the first time I've heard this. <laughs> don't tell anybody. <laughs> and now we all know. Shut furious. So, th- th- this. This is the guy that built the house. Yes, this is the guy that built the house. But look at their children. They all died, like, at one and, like, seven. And The ray of light from the sun that is just over these graves is rising. And as you're having this conversation, now the graveyard is totally within darkness, as the sun is almost completely set. Uh, I don't want to be out here anymore. I'm going to go inside. Phileas! Light up something. <laughs> I'll produce flame in my hands. There, we got light. And you produce flame in your hands, uh, Phileas. You notice the flame is very, very dim. You don't know why. You cannot make it much brighter. It is dim, dim light. It's like you're trying to pop it. Circle brighter. You notice that coming from the darkened forest, back by the road in the stable, is this... Thick, wet, misty haze begins encroaching upon the manor and encroaching upon the estate grounds. Uh, I'm gonna go this this way. Yeah, maybe we should go inside. Were you scared of Cedric? I don't like mist, especially in graveyards in the dark. Not my thing. I'm gonna go inside. But Uh, you said this would be a piece of cake. Perception check, the three of you. Cedric uh, walked away, but the three of you perceptively. Oh my god, I need you to Seven. Eleven. Fifteen. I was looking for lowest. Bellerin, you hear. <laughs> Last second, as the three of you are sort of laughing, you're about to walk, you hear something like a scratching against one of the graves. One of the tombstones. Who's closest to me? Come on. Put my hands on him on. Did you hear that? Did they hear what? Scratching. There's something. a rumble, like like a something is moving behind one of the graves and it's rustling. Something's moving. Something's moving. You didn't, none of you heard that. Phillies, you're fine. Let's just go in. And then 
out of this corner of your eye, Bilrin, you see an eye look at you. And you see white fur. What's it idea? Begins creeping over the grave. And a large, large bestial arm. I want to shoot an arrow at it. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I don't even know what I do with my... T- 22. Eric, does that hit your AC? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As Aronov, you are coming through and then an arrow, a late arrow, right into the, your, your, the back of your hand that is against the gravestone. It basically pins me to it, I Yeah, guess. you're like, oh, oh. <laughs> This monster is there. What the fuck was that? This is a monster. And uh, the door, though. No, he, he heard it. Now he's oh. running back. Um, and uh, <laughs> Cedric runs back. And what do they see, Eric? Uh, as I'm reaching over to obviously grasp at the arrow, um, fairly large, uh, all covered in white fur. Uh, they're described as large bear-like, but also ape-like uh, creatures because they stand upright. One notable thing is he has an odd-shaped scar on his face that almost looks like a handprint. And he's standing upright would be about six foot three. Hunched over is about five foot. Lean built. So you're the man bear pig. <laughs> Close <laughs> enough, yes. I'm waiting for anybody's reaction I'm, I'm, to I'm, an arrow. I know, screaming pain. You do, you do. You you were like, like, wait, wait, wait. Anybody see this thing? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, that's, that's my friend. That's uh, the guy I was telling you was going to meet us here. But... Wait, you're, you're friends with a beast? Cedric! Why did you shoot me? <laughs> Ow! And he'll jump up and try and like... Eh, eh, the arrow. Cedric, you pull out the arrow. And this gravestone just crumbles. And go. upon this gravestone that, uh, that falls in front of uh, Amon's feet. Because Amon, you were looking at the names on them. Uh, you actually see this gravestone uh, belong to a Professor Renly Frankendorf. Frank, what was it? Renly Frankendorf. I'm not reading it. Okay. So but yeah, be mad. I'm terrified at this creature. Yeah, yeah, so uh, Bellerin's just frightened, or you're just hiding behind a <laughs> mom, by the way. Hey, buddy, that, well, your friend. Yeah, that, that, uh, that's Aronoff. I don't like him. You'll creep up on us in the graveyard! Aronov, uh, our stubs would remember from Cedric's origin story. One of the uh, the stories with the blood trolls. And that was the last time we saw him, so this will be interesting. So now is that the truth or one of the lies still? <laughs> Who knows? Oh, Barcho died during it, so... <laughs> okay, so, uh, you see that name there, Amon. I want to do a history check. Ooh. Good history check. Um, 29. With a 29. That name would immediately hit your brain because you would know that Professor Frankendorf was known as Dr. Murder. He was a serial killer. A monster of a man that would do horrible experiments and create creatures out of people's body parts. He was a human and that he lived in a home somewhere in Chandar. You didn't know where, but now you're putting two and two together. He actually lived in this home for a time. And only once over a hundred different children and teenagers from the town over went missing. 
that the villagers finally come with their pitchforks and their fires and they raided uh, his home. He released monstrous abominations of creatures against the villagers, but they were able to overcome him and finally murdered him in his home. In his home. Yes, and that now you're putting two, toge- two and two together that after the the Redgrave family died, this gentleman moved in and then killed hundreds and hundreds of people in his sick experiments. Uh, hey, Bowden. <laughs> you don't want to make something more out of this? You know that grave that just got destroyed? Yeah. He's a, He was a serial killer. Named Dr. Murder. He disappeared, right? That's why his grave's here, right? No, he, he was killed here. This was his home for a little bit. And apparently he made monsters out of human parts. Okay, I don't like this anymore. The mist is thick around you and you're, it's getting Hundreds hard. of people. You would hear lightning. Oh, shit. Anyway, the storm this, has begun to move this, in. This is enough. Enough. This is the, 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 my friends. Uh, Bellwin. Aerotel's uh, not here. Come on, Phileas. I'm in. I'm out of here. <laughs> you walk up and you unlock the door and you run inside. You all follow? Yeah, I'll go. I guess we're all following. <clears throat> yes. Uh, before I go inside, I'm going to take another, like, a double take towards the graveyard and do a perception check. Oh, thank goodness. I, I was about to do something, but yeah, I guess you're going to see it. Is that a nat one? No, it's a seven. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was a nat one. Um, you would... Should I present perception shit, damn it? No, he, he did it. So, uh, yeah, everybody runs inside. Amon, you're about to run inside, but then you swear you hear something. You look over to the graveyard. You see what looks like a large, eight-foot-tall figure moving in the mist, and you just hear the dragging of some object on the dirt. <laughs> What do you do? Um, Mon's gonna hurry inside and shut the door behind him. Of course. You're just like, oh fuck. Hi uh, guys. You don't want to inspect it or like try and make friends? Yeah, Phileas. Yeah, Phileas. <laughs> I was up there, so I can't. Uh, there's a eight foot tall uh, person or thing dragging something. Was it towards the house? Yeah. What? Considering <laughs> considering your face, I need you to do a constitution check to see if you become frightened. Bellerin. Uh, let's make the challenge low first ten. Con check of ten. See if you can keep your composure. Natural twenty. <laughs> I think that he saves it for a while. You you feel the fear coming and you fucking sink that shit down. <laughs> your talus your talisman's like, good boy, Bellerin, good boy, yes, this is rather scary, and, uh, you know, um, perhaps we should, you can't you just fly away, we should just go, don't you think? I will not abandon my friends. Oh, of course, yes, you can't abandon them. I love how this, like, talisman good is scared shitless and telling you abandon your friends. Oh, no, I would never do that, I would never do such a thing, oh. Anyway, so you're all now inside. This is a very regally built home. Uh, the walls are wooden panels. There's expensive-looking carpet upon the ground. There's several different statues everywhere, some of angels, some of devils, some gargoyles. And there's all these glass-pan windows. The ceiling is very high, and the lightning strikes outside. <laughs> On your left, 
you see what looks like... I'm guessing you guys are just walking in and looking around now, right? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you see what looks like a ballroom. And on your right, you see what looks like some sort of living room study. Nice. And ahead of you, sorry, uh, is a large stairwell that seems to go up and uh, ascend upwards to the top of the house. Before I do, before I go anywhere, I'm going to turn to this new guy. And I'm going to be like, uh, sorry about your hand and all. I get frightened easily. Aronov's going to take his wounded hand, grab uh, grab your shoulder, squeeze just ever so gently so, so you know it's there, uh, and say, you hurt again, I hurt you. I'm going to put my hand on top and cure wounds. <laughs> and you find that your cure, wounds you your cure wounds does not work. Nope. <laughs> so your hand comes away bloody. You, you, you feel like the magic was about to come out, but it's extinguished immediately. So really, you just went to hold his hand. <laughs> did, uh, did Amon notice this? Yeah. Um, Amon would use detect magic out of curiosity of why his cure wounds wouldn't work. You attempt to cast detect magic, and suddenly you're inundated with a ringing in your ears, Amon. A loud ringing. You feel like the room is pulsating around you. You feel pure necromatic magic, but you also hear wailings of screams, torture, and you can't see anything but just all these sounds and things whispering. Get the fuck out of here! I'll fucking kill you! you fucking shit! What? Daddy, no! Don't do it! And then you just hear all these wailing screams and screams and screams. Please roll on the insanity chart. You attempted to listen to the house. <laughs> It's not fun. Is it just a straight... Oh, no, it's a D100. It's roll 100. Oh, okay. What'd you roll? Until we can... What'd you roll? What'd you roll? (laughs) Who's the nearest one you mean? Oh! Bellerin. Bellerin. As you... I swear to God, as you kill me, I'm gonna freaking haunt you forever! I guess I'm just gonna use a basic attack, because that's the... uh, Amon would use... These horrible screams. Hold on, I'm just gonna say, then you just hear within your mind, Amon, like... All of it's moving around you, all these different people whispering things until one voice wins over and you just hear, Kill him. Slash him. You want his blood. You fucking know you want it. You fucking love it, you little bitch. Fucking do it. Just, uh, just a dramatic effect. Amon would, uh, as he's hearing these voices, he would, uh, fall to his knees with his hands over his ears. Mm-hmm look like almost in pain, and then he would slowly raise his hand towards Belrin and well, cast good. Eldritch Blast on him. Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. Okay, see if you hit. It's unnatural 20. That hits you. Belrin, you're hit, and you're knocked back five feet. I'm going to say you slam into the angel statue that's there. <laughs> Smashes. You fall on the ground, the two wings of the angel statue at each of your sides. Ow! What the fuck, Amon? Amon, what is wrong with you? And Amon's eyes are bloodshot. They all want you. They all have the life inside of them. You want to taste it. Oh, it'll be delicious. Do it. Kill them. Come on. There's these voices in my head. Your hand's still raised at Bellerin. What do you guys do? Uh, having witnessed this, Aronoff's going to run over to Cedric and 
pick him up and put him on his back. <laughs> <laughs> Cedric, you're within the cozy furriness of Aronoff's back. Just getting manhandled. Well, what kind of voices? Murderous voices. They're telling me to. They're telling me to kill Baron. All of a sudden, the voice just like changes and it sounds like Phileas. And it's just like, well, you should. He needs to die, Amon. He's he's evil. From my experience, you shouldn't listen to the voices in your head. Most of the time, they tell you to do bad things, and I get in a lot of trouble. Can I? You can do a constitution check to see if you can fight the voices. Yeah, because I was going to say, can I choose to fight against that? Because I know he has the you talisman. You can because they've, they've both tried to Well, help plus you. I would know he has the talisman of good. Yeah. So him yeah, saying that. That's true. That, it wouldn't make any sense. It wouldn't yeah. make any sense. This, this, this spirit doesn't know you, so it doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. It's trying to trick you. Constitution. Yeah. Three. You're like trying to fight through it and you're just here. No! We'll fucking get his blood. As he's fighting with the voices, I get up and I dash over to Amon and I grab his hand mm-hmm. and have him touch my talisman. I knew this was coming. As soon as he said dash, I'm like, he's gonna make me touch it. <laughs> And uh, you grab Amon's hand, you just hear the talisman, and you just see a cancellation. And Amon, your your voices are gone. You're going to be wary now of trying to detect magic for such a thing. It's just, it clearly really, really hurt you. Your talisman just turns to stone. And it goes, Balorin, I don't feel well. Okay. What's wrong? Hold on one minute. Punch Amon in the face. Amon, you're hit. Oh, just for fun, you don't have to roll strength check. You probably feel like you deserve that. Go, don't you ever fucking shoot at me again. I'm sorry, it was my fault. Because of that, now my talisman doesn't speak to me. It's now stone. It's all your fault, Amon. How is it all my fault? Track me again! You're only in the entranceway. <laughs> Cedric, your friends have problems. Yeah, I thought I was crazy. You don't know what problems are. I can't even cure his wounds. Well, you what? caused it. I can't even... Do- don't creep up on me in a graveyard! What do you mean you can't cure his wounds? Try and cure his wounds. I... I I'll try and cure his wounds. And you find that the magic is immediately distinguished. And then there's a flash of lightning outside. You hear the rain now trinkling down. There's a forest here. Maybe I can try it when we're in the gardens. When I have the nature. I'm not going outside. Do you see the lightning? It's wet out there. As the mons recovering (laughs) from uh, Belrin's punch to the face. He's going to turn to Phileas. As I was trying to use uh, Detect Magic, there's a lot of necromantic magic in this house. What does that mean? It explains why there's you can't use any magic in here. Where your cure wounds wouldn't work, and why Phileas's cure wounds wouldn't work. That would explain why my flames are dim. It is an immense amount of energy in this house. I just thought you were getting old. Lightning flashes again, and then you all hear an ominous piano playing. 
So, you guys hear that, right? It's low. It's slow and it's creepy at first. Can I tell where it's coming from? It's coming from the direction that you would know to be the ballroom. Are we really gonna go check that out? Yes. Why? We are the only ones in here. If something else is in here, we need to figure out what it is. I'm pretty sure there's nobody in there. There's something in there to make these noises. Not friendly. I'm gonna go this way. Where the spooky noises aren't. Okay, and uh, I'm guessing Aronov, you... Are you off your shoulder now, Aronov? You saw on your shoulder, you're yeah. just like... Yeah. Where to, boss? I'm gonna... F- and Bell, and you're, you're, you're on Aronov's back, uh, Cedric, you just sort of are pointing towards the living quarters where you want to go, the study? Yeah. You just point. Besides, we should probably split up. This is a pretty big place. You yeah. never know what we could find in here. I'm gonna go with Cedric on this one. Uh, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> but you can't, in an audio podcast, truly see Michael's face right now. The terror and the fear that has encompassed his face. His eyes are wide. His lip is trembling. Too good. Anyways, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to say, so Aman, Aronov, and Cedric, you guys head into the living uh yeah. Room. Bellerin is just standing over this crushed angel upon the ground. His talisman is dead for all intents and purposes. And Phileas is there. And again, this piano just begins to play again. Why do you want to go towards the piano? If there's something in this house, would you want it to figure out what it is now? Or do you want it to walk around the entire night while we're here? If you haven't noticed, magic doesn't work. What are you going to do? I'll figure it out. We always do. I think we should go the other way with them. <laughs> well, they're in, <laughs> talking. I'm just going to say to these guys, like, I'm really glad we didn't go that way. There's definitely fucking ghosts in that room. <laughs> I, I want to roll a persuasion on Phileas. If he'll pers- allow it, but I think, uh, personally, I think Phileas would just walk right in without Belrin then. And then Belrin would probably follow him. <laughs> well, I could always challenge him. Yeah, okay, do a persuasion. Let, let, no, you let, can't. If you can beat my 15. I can totally <coughs> see Phileas going in and be like, If you beat my 15, be uh, yeah. Well, you can do counter rolls, both roll at the same time. Not no, I'll try to beat my I 15. just want to point out, you now hear not just music, but you hear tapping of shoes, as if there's a hundred people inside of that room. There's something in there. Come on, Balrod. We can see what it is. Well, that's a, a nine. Or, sorry, an eight. Open the door and take a peek in. Phileas just opens up the door, and you look inside, and the ballroom... That's a roll or no? No. Bellrin just sort of walking up, and he sort of creeps around the corner, too. And within this ballroom, it is completely dark. All the furniture along the sides of the room are just covered with sheets. And there's a piano in the corner, the far corner. The, the lightning is flashing, it's dark inside, but it sounds like it's vibrant and it's full of people. You hear chattering of people speaking. You hear the tapping of, of people dancing across as this music is playing. But there's nobody here, Phileas. Nobody. It's probably just a recording. Now to the other guys. While you enter into this room, you notice that it was also dark. But then the moment you enter, the fireplace lights. Oh! And you're inside of this nice study with expensive looking furniture that has like 
velvet seats and uh, uh, perfect upholstery. There's lines and lines of books and bookshelves with different uh, uh, histories. There's a, a, a little window there with flashes of lightning, but the fire looks warm above the fire is, because the roof is very, very tall, is a gargantuan painting of the Redgrave family. You see Lord Redgrave there within a seat. He's got palish skin, black slicked back hair, a pointed nose, a broad jaw. He's wearing this black uh, uh, um, regal outfit. And while he sits upon his chair, you see his wife behind him. She's wearing a long flowing white dress. Um, her hair is bunched up. It's uh, jet black as well, just like him. And then you see his, uh, his one daughter, um, who you would know Amon to be Penelope, who you read the older one, 18. And uh, she is wearing a long flowing yellow dress and uh, it's all bunched up. And, she, and she's there standing behind her father. And uh, just below the mother is this little girl with uh, blonde ringlets wearing a white dress looking like this. And that's the painting that's above you. That's above the fireplace that you see at the far end of the room. But uh, besides that, it looks very warm and cozy. Uh, Mon would do, wants to do... Uh, like, this ain't bad at all for Cedric. <laughs> it's like, oh. Can I do a perception check to see if anything like really catches my eye as I look around the workroom? Sure. As I'm on looks around the room, Aronov's gonna stroll up and plop himself so on a nice right lovely couch. Okay, you sit down on the couch, it's like yeah. under your weight, but it doesn't give and it's very sturdy. It's pretty comfortable yeah. for you're like <clears throat> just working the way in. Mm-hmm. And Cedric's still on your back? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cedric's not moving, is he? Okay. Yep. I got a four. You got a four? Mm. So you're just looking, you're not using magic? No, Okay. I'm just looking. Perception. You, you're just sort of looking around, you really don't see anything at the moment. Just everything I described. Okay. Well, I just wanted to see if anything, like, Amon would just pinpoint and be like, that's interesting. What I just described. Uh, the, the painting. Definitely. But that's the most daunting thing in the room. Like, it's huge. It's like, massive painting of the Duke and his family. I'm gonna get off Aronov's back a little bit and walk toward the painting and investigate it. Just like specifically, yep, like the children. Okay. The nineteen. Yeah. You get off his back. You just sort of walk up. You're like, oh. And you look up at the painting, specifically the children. You said, right? You look at the daughter, and you know she's wearing this yellow dress. Was the daughter the, the younger girl is there? She's wearing a white dress with a with a purple um, purple ties around her ringlets. And then you stare at this little girl. You keep staring and staring. And then after a moment, her lips move. Oh fuck! She I'm says, <laughs> and she goes, "Come play with me in my room." Nope. <laughs> now we're gonna go back to these two. <laughs> Um, so that's what you hear. It's like a whole ball. <laughs> oh, darling, yes. There's music playing. Yeah. Can I make a perception roll? Uh, yeah. Sure. It's gonna be a lot of those in this one. Uh, Bellerin, do you want to do one too? I was gonna do investigation, but... Okay, uh, well to investigate you'd have to enter the room. Well, yeah, we'll step in. Oh, you, you've stepped in. We'll step in. There you go. I didn't know. You were still outside. Sorry. You guys have stepped into the room. Again, it's this dark room, but it's really weird. You're almost like getting flashes of like hundreds of people around just sort of 
courtsing and dancing with each other. And the, the piano is still playing. So you look around, Phileas. You don't notice anything more than what I've already described, Belrin. I'd like to roll for investigation. Okay, what are you going to investigate it. specifically? Oh, the only thing is the piano, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. So you're going to investigate so the piano. So I'm going to... You slowly creep slowly up, walking through. You feel as if you're moving through these cold spots in the room. They're putting chills up your spine. You walk up to this piano, you notice the keys are being pressed. It's playing by itself. So I'm going to investigate if it's like mechanically playing. Natural 20. A natural 20. You'd walk up and you'd know that this is not mechanical. This is 100%. Something is playing it. And you feel like it's about to do something. So you get a chance. It's about to do something. You don't know what. I'm going to jump back. You jump back. I'm going to jump back like... And when you do, suddenly the the case of the piano... Uh, slams down and the whole piano just crushes and falls down and then you just hear and there's this wailing power moving through and it just rushes past you instead of through you and it goes for the door do a dexterity check see if you can dodge this you see this like blue glow of energy flowing five seven ten it smashes into you Phileas and you feel yourself being dragged into this room. (laughs) And you just fall onto the ground. You guys see Phileas just floating in the air going, "Ah, ah," and then he's thrown onto the ground. Belrin, what do you do? You're gonna chase after him? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna run out of this room and back into... Yeah, and the the moment you left that room, the door slams behind you. (laughs) (laughs) And you run into the room here. And Amon, um, your devil's eyes, as this happens, this blue force, moves into the room. The fire goes out in its darkness in this room and just the storm around you. Also in this room is a large grandfather clock. Dong, 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 dong. You'd notice it's 10 p.m. I didn't know Phileas could float like that. Uh, you move fast. It, by what I saw, it wasn't him. Yeah, I guess. Okay, okay, crazy. Okay, the ballroom, piano. Playing itself, then and then gone, Phileas. I got, I got dragged. Amon will put a hand on Bell and yeah, calm down. No, you, you don't understand. You don't understand. That piano. Amon will now slap Bellin, calm down. Oh. I you, thought I'm bad with words. You think that's bad? You see that painting? That fucking little girl just talked to me. Wait. You look up in the painting, all of the faces are scratched out. So I wouldn't recognize, like, the woman. You or do anybody. not. And all the paintings are now, all the faces are now scratched out. Yeah. You look up, you just see a woman who's wearing kind of like a yellow dress, Woman, a, a taller woman wearing a, yeah, you can do I a, can let's, let's, perce- let's see, let's see, do a quick, uh, perception, or? perception, we'll do a perception. 15? It looks very similar to the dress of the woman you saw outside with the little boy. Be like, that didn't say anything. That, that, that dress, that's, that's what that lady was wearing outside. Behind the boy. That, uh, that's the eldest daughter. And then your your eye is caught, Amon. As you, your devil, you guys would see Amon's devil's eyes are growing green. And across the walls, Amon, just almost like they're being cut in, in very jagged, horrible letters, are what's been sent in the group chat. All across the walls. Oh, fuck. It's a story. 
think only he can Only you, he can see it, guys. Put it down. We can't see it. Yeah, he can't. He, only he can see it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's honestly, it starts at one side of the room, goes up the wall like this, and then begins here. It's like it's been being cut all over. Guys, guys, are you seeing what I'm seeing? It's like they're scratching something on the wall. No, that's just wall. It's, it says... <laughs> To those who step into Red Grave Home, a curse upon your pathetic souls. If you want a chance to escape this hell, you need to find three keys. Red for the blood of those who died here. Green for the envy the dead have for living. Black for the void that is the soul of the duke. Each one is hidden in a different room of different room or place within the grounds of the estate. Apparently, those rules too. What? We're just what? We're, we're not fighting these keys. We're just leave. This sounds confusing. We're not here to play a game. We're here to just chill. Yeah. And... Wait, there's there's more. If you attempt to leave you the estate grounds, Phillies, you die. <laughs> How are they gonna kill us? If you try to send for help, you die. If you attempt to destroy this state, you die. Oh, this is becoming awesome. <laughs> I see a theme here. <laughs> there are three keys hidden. If you die within a room with the key, the key will be rewarded to the one of your allies. If you die within a room without a key, there is no reward. You have until the clock strikes 12 to present the three keys to Duke Red Redgrave and speak the words of each key. If you fail to do this before midnight, you die and there's and your souls will remain here forever. Oh, that just sounds pleasant. Sounds fun. We only have two hours, guys. Ching 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 as the <clears throat> Clock strikes ten, and I've actually put down a timer here. You have exactly two hours, and if you do not accomplish this goal, you lose. I'm not good with. Time. Oh, he's actually got a timer. Yeah. yeah. Did you not see that? Yeah. Did you not see him put that down? You're no. wasting time. Stop, stop it. <laughs> so once this reaches twelve, the game is going to end. So two hours. Yeah. When yeah. you started talking about keys. Ready Player One came to mind because I literally just watched that like last night. Dark, oh, you finally watched it? Such a fantastic I fucking told you to watch it. I know, but I, I had to buy it. I, I, yeah, I, 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 I like, love this so much. But I was like, I want that to become a real game. <laughs> Once that reaches two hours, the game is over. What do you okay. do? Um, so, now that I've read that, maybe we should go find these keys now. Okay. Maybe. Where maybe we, we just split up. Do you know what happened last time we just split we'll up? Cover more ground. I kind of agree with that. Yeah, we we gotta go. We only got two hours. Are we gonna die? I'm, I'm, I don't it, like dying. M- me neither. I've already done it before. I don't want to do it again. You've died too. I've died. <laughs> it's I not pleasant. Know. I've never died. But anyways, that's besides the point. I'm gonna. I hope you never do. Who wants to go with who? I'm gonna go with Cedric. Surprise. <laughs> Don't give me that look. You can go with your talisman. It's dead, remember? Click, 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 click. No, oh, you can go with your talisman. Fine. Does that mean you I know can... what? You know what? Because of that, I'm always failure Fuck you, Amon. Let's go, Baron. Do you want to go upstairs or go through the other doors? You can try the ballroom again. 
No, that door's closed. I'm just gonna point out, just for the subs and stuff, that the keys are in a certain spots. I have chosen them. These guys have no idea where, and we have how many different options of rooms. Oh, they're in any room. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12. I'm explaining this. You're wasting time in our countdown. <laughs> That's 15 seconds. Exactly. Right you should pause it. If you're explaining, you should pause it. Okay, so what do you guys do? Hey, Cedric, you want to check out the kitchen? I as well. Him if you want to go upstairs, we're not first. We get first option. I don't... You don't know the layout of this fucking house. No, I said you want to go upstairs or you want that way? I don't know what's that way. Let's go upstairs. All right, we'll go fun. this way. Go this way. Scream if you find anything. I wish there was a way we could communicate with each other. As okay, so Phileas and Belrin, you're gonna turn around and head back to the foyer. Belrin, we could talk to anything that's in here. As you walk into this uh, foyer, you notice that the the door to the ballroom is open again, and then you hear music. I'm not yeah. going back in there. I want to roll for. I guess would it be perception? Okay, you're standing in front of the stairs. See if I can find any like in the foyer spiders or anything like that around. Okay, go ahead. I could talk to them. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, there's this little guy. What's Twenty-eight. Uh, yeah, you see some webs uh, with some small little spiders on there. Yeah, absolutely. God. What's his key? <sighs> yeah. Like is that all? Like, is that just spiders, or do I see any other insects or whatever? Around? Just uh, spiders, mostly. Yeah, you, and you also see with the twenty-eight. You also see a uh, a centipede. I talk to the centipede. You speak to the centipede. You see crawling on the ground a little centipede. He's about to crawl into the next room. Hello, centipede. You haven't cast anything. I said, I said I can't speak with animals. Oh, sorry. Bye. I, I, I thought I said it. I can't speak with animals. How long have you lived in this house? Sure, David. No. Do you remember oh, the bird? The desert will step on it and walk away. You won't step on we it. We will do what we need to do in order to survive our own sails. Our own sails? Sails. The centipede sort of uh, turns around, crawls up. How do you speak centipede? Speak centipede that Belrin is beside you face palming. And you hear back to him. The fuck? You hear, and it says to you, uh, I am centipede. I do not have good grasp on time. Well, either way, do you know of any keys that are around here? What is a key? Oh you my god. should not be here. Why? Dark place. What's lurking in here? Many things. Like? Would you like me to show you? Just tell me. You have to tell me if you want me to show you. Sure. This thing is just circling around him. Sure. So be it. And then it crawls away, and then it crawls underneath the stairs. And then crawling out from the other side of the stairs is a monstrous, a giant centipede. What the hell is that? And it's running up to you two. Wait. Now I eat you. <laughs> it's going to grasp at you first because you're in the way. Um, <laughs> Why are you eating me? You can help us. <laughs> That's a, a 12 to AC. Nope. And it attempts to grasp at you. What do you do to I'll dodge burn it? it. You, you burn it, and then it flies to the side, and then it's going to shoot venom at Belrin. What do you guys do? Like Shoot it with the hair. Always talk to it. Uh, well, 18 to AC. Yes, that's a hit. 
you're hit on the face, Bellerin, with, with acid. God, this is a lot of You're not blind, but it's it's burning. Ah, it's fire! Health, by the way, guys, doesn't really matter here. Because <laughs> if I feel like it kills you, it kills you. Fuck! <laughs> this is a fun episode. <laughs> like that. Um, okay, and what do you do? Try to wipe it off of my face. Okay, did you try? Okay, and it interrupts you before you can even fire at it. Now what do you guys do? It's going to come at you again. I'm going to shoot there's... Ephilius leaves you. Going to shoot it with an arrow. Ephilius begins running up the stairs. It's not, we, I don't want to waste time killing it. Let's just go. The fucking giant centipede is fucking attacking me. Okay, no, 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 no. Too late. You're already yeah, up you're there. Right. And now it's going to it's gonna grapple Belrin. It circles around you, Belrin. That's a 19 day AC. God damn Belrin it. You're shooting with an arrow. You didn't give him a chance to shoot with an arrow. Because he got hit in the face with acid and then you distracted him. Yeah. So, Bellerin, you're now grappled. You need to do a strike check to see if you're grappled, actually. I'll give you that. This is why these two don't team up. <laughs> Bellerin, you feel yourself being gripped by this giant centipede. Phileas, now when you look at it, you see the centipede is around Bellerin. As it's around you, its head splits in two. And you see just teeth, gnarled teeth, and there's a lightning flash. You should you can't breathe. You're being constricted. It's teeth. I walk down and use moonbeam on it. You walk down. <laughs> it's such a hurry. <laughs> My friend, it's in danger. I'm gonna walk. Come down. Your moonbeam is just this light beam, but it's enough. It shines onto the the thing's head. It's about to grasp at Belrin, then you shine up. It gets blinded. It lets go of him. And then scurries back underneath the stairs. Bellerin oh, no. <sighs> has scars on his face from where the acid splashed. Are you okay, Bellerin? You leave me again like that. I thought you were behind me. Let's just go. We don't have time. <laughs> Stop rushing this. And you two run <laughs> up the stairs. <laughs> Once you reach the top of the stairs, you notice there's a door immediately ahead of you. This, this place as well is fully furnished. Um, wooden walls, a fine carpet below. There's a door straight ahead of you that is old and wooden. To your right, there's another door that's old. And to the left of you, there's another door. I would like to inspect the door in front of me for any... Yeah, do an... Any markings or anything? Yeah, do an investigation. Holy... It's 12... You really, you just want to investigate. Just seems like a. I want to investigate with him, which gives him the, which will give him the extra roll. Well, you should have said it before. So do you want to? It's too late now. So do you want to roll yourself? I will also investigate. All right, fine. Give him the advantage. I'll cut it in. Go. You get advantage because he's helping you. That's fourteen. Fourteen is plus ten. Okay, that's enough for you to realize that the door is a little bit damp. This door. Ew. It's like just like old wood that's almost Ew. at the side of a boat. Ew. There's a little bit of moss and stuff growing up. Oh, it's wet, Phileas. Ew. Well, it's fine. Let's just go. <laughs> sure. Let's no, open the door. Let's all investigate the weapons. Sure. Okay. Waste more time. Yep. Go ahead. 16. Uh, yeah, you just. Move your hand, it just seems like it's wet moss. Okay. I'm gonna kick open the door. You kick open the door. Lightning strikes. 
This is a room with yellow walls that you see, and that's all you can see from the outside right now. It's very dark in the room. Produce flame. You produce flame, it just creates a very, very dim light, but yeah. Can you throw it? No, no, but you, can, you guys can see now. It's just a yellow okay. room, but you're not in the room, so you can't. I would like to investigate for traps. Okay. Please, for the God. 23. You investigate, and you just get a... You, there's no physical traps, but you get a bad fucking feeling about this room. Like, there is a, a bad trap, but you have no fucking idea what the fuck the trap is. Phileas, there's a trap somewhere in there of something. I don't know what it is, but there's something wrong with this room. Perception. You're, you're both just standing on the outside. Okay, waste more time. Yep. I will. Everything we're here, you do right? Waste time. So I'll step in one foot. You step one foot in, and then Belrin, you feel force push you back, and the door slams right behind Phileas. Uh oh. <laughs> what are you doing on the outside, Belrin? Before I explain what's happening on the inside. Well, I'm gonna try to open the door again. You try I'm to like, open it, and it's just I'm like. Banging on You're it. Banging on it. Phileas, you hear banging on the door behind you. It's slammed. Phileas! Yes! What did, What happened? I don't know. Your feet are wet. As suddenly you realize this room is filling with water. <laughs> this room's filling with water! You don't see a source for the water, but it just seems to be <clears throat> rushing in. I don't know where it's coming from, but... It's getting up to your shins, your knees. Go, you... go check the next room. I got this. What do you want to do? I'm going to look, look around. around in the room. Okay, roll a uh, perception check. Bellerin, you see water begins to seep out just slowly from the bottom of the door. Fifteen. The only things in this room that you could see are a bed that looks like it's stained with, like, there used to be a body there that maybe have decomposed and died on it. You see a closet that's full of different dresses, fine dresses. You see a painting on the wall of an ocean with a with a ship. You see a small little fireplace in the corner. That's all you see. The water is now at your waist. It is filling up fast. I will go over to the bed and investigate it. The bed? Okay. Do you 25. A, with the 25 survival check, you, you would look. You'd see that some sort of body must have decomposed and died in this bed. And then like melted and melded into the mattress. I'm more so looking around the room for a key. That's what I'm like, that's what I'm kind of doing. I'm just telling there. you what you see. You okay. investigate the bed that's there. And that the room is now filling up, it's now at your chest. <clears throat> that's fine. Okay. I'm gonna go over to what else was in there you said? I'm gonna look at everything There's in the There's a painting the of a ship with a with a with a boat. There's a uh, small little fireplace. Can I just do an all around There's thing, run around the room? Bunch of dresses. Individual sure, individual. but the AC will be the, the DC will be higher that you have to hit to figure this out. Or do you want to go to something specific where you have more of a better chance of figuring it out? Okay, the painting. Okay. Twenty-three. You'd go, what the hell? And then the water begins rising and it's now at your neck. It's rising up to your chin. The whole room is just filled. This is impossible. It can't possibly. It's like not enough is leaving the room. I turn myself into a penguin. And then you turn into a penguin. <laughs> okay. And now really? You're... Oh shit! No, that's open! No, it's too late. You said shit. too late. I meant <laughs> dolphin! I don't know why I said dolphin! Penguin! <laughs> this little penguin is just... I meant dolphin! You're holding your breath underneath the water. As a I penguin. I dolphin because you're intelligent. That's what I meant. I didn't mean penguin. <laughs> but you said penguin. So you my mind would have meant dolphin. It doesn't matter. You said So, uh, and you're looking at this ship, and with a high roll like so that, you'd notice that this painting seems 
like there's some magic on it. The water in the painting is moving, and this ship is in a storm, and it's moving. And then all of a sudden, the ship just gets capsized, and then you feel yourself, and now the whole room is completely filled with water, and you're running out of breath. To be fair, Brett, penguins can't hold their breath for a very long time. Yeah, of course they can. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be a while, but what do you want to do? I don't know what to do with it. I know, that's too bad. eh? I don't know. Uh, David, I'm not giving you anything. What do you want? What destroy you want? the painting. How? With Pet my beak. <laughs> you walk up and you peck at the painting. Then when you do, the, the room shakes. So do a dexterity check. See if you can keep uh, attacking the thing. 17. Okay. You, you definitely can. You hold your ground, but you know that pecking at this thing, you're going to run a breath long before you ever destroy it with just a peck. I bite it. <laughs> um... Okay, and you're stuck inside of that room with water. Bellerin, what are you doing? I'm still trying to open the door. I, 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 I'll take I know you did. I'm not going to leave Okay, so you're you. stuck there. I bite it. I want to destroy this painting. Let's see how good your bite is. 14. Oh. You rip the painting in half. The ship is there. And then suddenly you're knocked back even more. You feel yourself swirling around. You even see a giant ship just floating around within the room with you. The painting is now ripped in half, but it's not completely destroyed. On the outside, I would like to conjure up a brown bear. Okay. To try and break down the door. You wave your hands, the face spirit emerges, and it looks at you. It goes, you shouldn't have called for help, Belrin. You shouldn't have called for help. Well, and the bear <laughs> crushes and then dies. And then there's a rumble. And you feel this presence is slowly building around you, Bilbrin. I am going to run to the other door. <laughs> Which one? Uh, towards the blue room. Okay. To the left, I guess, yeah. You run over and you open up the door, <laughs> yep. You never run and slam yourself into a room. <laughs> you you run in, and it's actually a doorway that leads to another hallway. You, you and you see that there was this like shadowy form rising up from the ground, and it's it's sort of looking at you now, like it's gonna point at you. You just run into that hallway and shut the door. Yes. But you said sorry. You said the creature was outside, right? Yeah, he's right here. Okay. He was forming yeah. underneath you. So I'm gonna run, slam the door. Okay, you slam the door. And now I need you to do an insanity check. Uh, where's my... Just with deep 100. Through that door, you actually find yourself inside of another hallway that has two more doors. Okay. One yeah. is purple and one is blue. Sure. The character begins babbling and incapable of normal speech or spellcasting. Okay. So now you're within this hallway all by yourself. And what do you say? <laughs> You see a purple room and a blue room. <laughs> and what do you do? I'm gonna go to the purple room. And you walk up to the purple room. And you're just babbling incoherently. One last chance, Phileas, or you're going to die. To what? To get a really high roll on destroying this thing, or do something else to destroy paper. 14. <laughs> this little penguin rips the paper. And you just feel as if you're at the bottom of the sea, such pressure 
powerful force crushes you. You feel pain. You fall out of your penguin form back into your form. And then the door opens and you rush into the hallway. There is no key in that room. Okay. I'm glad it was him in the paint. That's what I was saying to And just to let you know, even if you said Dolphin, you'd still be in the same position because they need air as well. But not as much. You're going to waste your time on this? Yeah. I'm just letting him know. Phileas is now just laying in the hallway. Phileas, you just get this feeling. You look around. You don't see any key was presented to you. Doesn't see the shadowy figure? Nope. He does not see the shadowy figure. I'm dead. <laughs> um, but you do get the sense that there was a face spirit recently that has been just torn asunder by this place and you're filled with heartache and Belrin is gone you have no idea where he is Belrin! and we're gonna leave it there and go to these three you don't know any of that has happened that's a question technically these guys would be doing this while we're doing that so it should be I don't care this is this is how it runs uh go what's the time at though so uh, we've already done like 20 minutes probably I know I'm curious oh way more yeah 22 minutes yeah Okay. okay, so you got an hour and 28 minutes left. Or 38 minutes left, okay? So, what do you three do? You're walking where? Where do you go? The to the, yeah, the air, to the, towards the door of the kitchen. Yeah, so you go through the other door in the living room, and then there's a door ahead of you, and it's actually slightly open. Let's go. The aroma, a putrid smell of rotting flesh and vomit, it would be the only way to describe it begins to invade your senses. <gasps> Heat from a burning oven engulfing you. This is just in the hallway before the kitchen. The door is just open and you just hear We going in there? Cedric. Should maybe go stealth and see who it is. I I guess. Then he'll climb down and Roll for stealth. Okay, roll. Is that a fucking three? And roll again. You have advantage. Oh, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll take the three. <laughs> <laughs> you can't roll once. But I would I get to roll again? Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you, you can't roll, roll once. Uh, and you have to take that number, though. Oh, fucking A, it's a 15. So. <laughs> <laughs> what was I even rolling again? Stealth? Oh, fuck. <laughs> what do you always roll? <clears throat> You're wasting time. <laughs> so it's over 20. Okay. What do you do, Cedric? Explain to me. The door's just cracked open. You see, da-da-da-da. And as you approach, you're getting hotter and hotter. And there's fl- flickering bright light of a burning uh, uh, oven. I just kind of look back before I stealth it. Here goes nothing. And as I push the door open, that's where I'm stealthing. Yeah, and you walk inside. And as you see, the door slams. And then this door slams. And Cedric, it slams behind you. But your stealth is high. You would just see the silhouette of a large man with burning in front of him uh, as if it's a, uh, a burning oven. You see a large pot upon a stove. I'm going to try to pick the lock. The silhouette, what? I'm going to try to pick the lock as you're turning around, trying to pick the lock. You go ahead. So, yeah. You failed. You Nine. can't do it. You're like <laughs> panicking. <laughs> but then when you slowly turn, uh, you just hear, again, this, this figure is just da-da-da-da, and you look. And it's a silhouette of a very large, fat man wearing a chef's outfit. But the top of his head, from his nose up, is gone. You just see, like, this pulsating part of a brain left over. And he's he's chopping up different vegetables, onions. The smell of 
nice things that is then mixed with this putrid smell of flesh. This kitchen is dirty and old and full of different insects, monstrous things. You swear you see a giant centipede scurry by for a moment, but then it's gone. I'm going to uh, roll acrobatics to try and get up on the counter beside him. Yeah, go ahead. Fucking threes. Try using a different dice. See, I have the same problem. I've been getting fours a lot. It's a 14. You slowly just sort of climb this little counter and you just accidentally hit one of the drawers with your foot and it falls down. But this person doesn't seem to care. La da 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 da. So you continue climbing, you get up to the top of the counter and you just hear, Ooh, it'll be a scrumptious time. <laughs> As you're now standing behind the chef. You notice now that his like clothes are. Cooking. I want to try and like see what he's cooking. You sort of are slowly walking up, and now you get the full exposure. His skin is purple and blue, with lines of black and rot all over. His clothes are ripped and stained with yellow and red. When you look inside of this giant pot that's stewing, it's orange and green. And then you see him take out a large spoon. He begins to stir it, and as it's stirred. It, he washes up a thick, blood-red, gelatinous bottom from the pot that seems to just swirl around. There's ears, hands, and feet are floating within, and it's just putrid smelling. And then he turns around, because you're standing on the pot, he looks at you, and then he begins to vomit inside of it. And he's gonna, like, he starts stirring start walk it away. Young sir, don't you want to test it? He picks up the spoon. Just have a bite. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm. I insist, young sir. And he's no, no, a it's really, knife. it's okay. I had a big dinner earlier. I appreciate the offer, though. I'm, I'm just gonna go this way. Uh, what kind of soup is it? Oh, it's my famous hands, feet, and bile soup, sir. And he picks it up and he goes and pours it into the hole that's in his head, and it begins pouring out of his neck, a hole that's in his neck. All over the ground. But we need more hands and feet. (laughs) I wish I could help you. Oh, I'm sure you could. Just come. Have a bite. Or you will become the bite. (laughs) Uh, Since you put it that way, you'll have a bite. Walk over, you trying to get it out of the spoon, or do you want to serve yourself? I'll uh, grab the spoon. You grab the spoon. And now you're close enough to the stew. I'm going to let you do an inspection on it. (laughs) It was a one. (laughs) 17. You notice at the bottom of this soup bowl is something shining. Have a bite, sir. And I'll grab the spoon and look down at it. It's just, you look at the spoon now and there's a finger on there and an eyeball. And the eyeball begins to move as if it's still alive. Now make sure you eat all of your protein. (laughs) How far away am I from this pot? You're you're like right in front of it. And he's got his hand like on the pot and he's serving it to you. So I'll go like this and I'm going to roll for sleight of hand to try and like grab it. Okay. This pot is bigger than you. You just do not have the strength to do it, or something else is keeping it there. Have a bite, and I'll let you have the prize. (laughs) Cedric looks terrified. Oh, fuck. 
Fuck it. Knock it back. You knock just, it back. Doesn't even chew. Just it's 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 putrid. It's gross. I need you to do a Constitution check to see if you vomit right away. I. That's a fourteen. Yeah. Okay. You're just. And then you begin to vomit all over the floor. <laughs> Insulting. That was my meal. I was trying to add to it. Persuasion. <laughs> it's advantage because you're so charming. 24. Oh, well, why didn't you say so? Again, you can't see the top of his face, this large thing, and he's still gripping that butcher's knife that's full of just blood on it, and then he just lets it go, and he goes, well, a deal is a deal. Go, get your prize. And he turns around, and he starts chopping. And this boiling hot pot is there. What are you two doing outside the door? Uh, I... Immediately, as, as it would have closed, Aronov would have rushed and charged up the shoulder. Yeah, you just charge it, and you just feel force push you back. <laughs> yeah. And he's gonna try the other door. <laughs> what, that door over there? Yeah, well, well no, we're inside it, this door. Yeah, because he oh, said okay, both yeah, yeah. closed, so yeah. he first went the one that uh, Cedric went through, so then he got pushed back, so he just tried the door that they came through. And that one also, yeah. you're just sort of stuck there. <laughs> Amon would try to use Dispel Magic on the, the kitchen door. Okay, roll. I would like to see how high you can roll. Do you want a straight roll or add like my attack? Add your like an attack because this is different. You'll Nineteen. See. You see, Amon. He goes, just sort of tells you, Aronov, like step aside. He waves his hands, and and Amon, you just see a glow of magic from the center of the door. That definitely, this door is being held shut through magic, and you feel like you can just tear it open enough to get one person through. What's his name again? Aronov. 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 Go through. Wait, did you open it? He said he, you could open it. You haven't opened it yet. Oh, you said I could? I thought I you, did. You can get one person through. You could open it. Uh, we're, like, I'm going to over here. Like, I'm going to open the door slightly. I can get one of us through. Ready. Go in and help Cedric. Got it. And Amon will open it up for him to go through. Okay. Cedric, as you're looking into this boiling pot, what is your first thoughts? You He's see. thinking, like, am I really going to have to eat all this? <laughs> you see a boiling key at the bottom. Like, the knocking it over, that's just, like... No, but you could put your hand in <clears throat> and just grab it. You said I could. No, you can. Put your hand in and grab it. That's what you tried to do before when you rolled. Oh, your yeah. sleight of hand? <clears throat> yeah. You were going to put your hand in? I'm sorry, that's my fault. So <clears throat> I'll allow you to just do that. You can do it. Like when I saw it, I was trying to go do it. Yeah, like... yeah, but it will burn you horribly <laughs> on your hand. So, like, like I didn't know that's what you're trying to do, so let's just... Okay, so do a sleight of hand check. It's a 16 anyway. Okay, and you just... We'll, we'll make it a dex check with how fast you go in. You quickly put your hand in, and then you feel you grab onto a large black key. And then you start to pull out, and then suddenly the hands within the suit grab at you and begin to hold you. Do a strength check to see. Oh no. Yeah. Oh god. Let's see. A negative two. <laughs> Seventeen. So fifteen. I'm gonna pull them out. That's a fifteen. <laughs> okay, they hold you in there for six seconds. So one. In hot boiling water. You feel like you're going through the Feywild again when you got burned with the lava. Your hand's just like, oh, and this is when you burst through the door. The door just opens, and then you just see the chef, and he turns around, and he's like, you're not supposed to be here. And then he whips his uh, butcher knife at you. Natural one. What do you do with it? 
<laughs> He's gonna, uh, I guess, grab it and just toss it right back. Yeah, you grab it and toss it right back. You see, it just immediately flies directly into its head. It cuts down from uh, a vertical cut from the top of what would be the hole in its head all the way down to its neck, and its head just flips to both sides. Like this large uh, chef just like. Ugh. Yeah, I guess then he will. And then, then the two flaps just. And then the butcher knife just pops out and falls into the floor. And he runs at you. And you two get into a little tussle? Yeah. What are you going to do to him? Uh, this whole time, Cedric's like, ow, 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 ow. That's like one round of combat. Your hand is stuck there. I was going to roll a d10, depending on your dc. You only had one d10 seconds stuck in there, but yeah. I guess while while we're tussling, I, I will notice that he's yeah, yeah. in the pot. Um, Aronov will try and toss the fat man off of him, mm-hmm. and then we'll rush over to... Do a strength to, check, yeah. and then do a dex check. 19. That's 19. Okay, you're so able to... He's very big and fat. He punches you hard, and then yeah. you're just like... Punch him hard. <laughs> and, just back and, and then you two are just back and forth, this big fat chef who's like bigger than a man should be. Yeah. And then this giant Quagoth uh, is just having this fist fight. And then finally you just overpower him. What do you do? You just toss him to the other side? I toss him to the other side of the room. You toss him to the other side of the room. He lands yeah. right in front of what is a black door. Okay. And his arm hits it and the door just slowly... All right. And I will then run over to, to Cedric. Yeah, and then you run over to Cedric, whose whose hand is you just see these his hands trying to be pulled out, but you see these uh, hands within the soup are grabbing him. And I'm guessing you're screaming. What's your reaction? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you, you got up to him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And he's just screaming. And I'm just <laughs> gonna yank on Cedric. Okay, and you're you're, you're able to just uh, grab Cedric. You pull him out. The moment that you do, and his hand is free, mm-hmm. the room just. All the lights go out, the chef disappears, the pot is actually in the corner on the floor, yeah. and it's as if it's all just reset and this is just a dead kitchen. Is the black door still open? And the black door is just sitting there open, okay. and Cedric is holding a black key in a near skeletal hand. He's just... Well, we got one! And his hand is just shaking, you are just in horrible pain. <laughs> I'm guessing the kitchen door opens. Yeah, and then the kitchen door opens and I'm on your... Just able to sort of walk uh, What happened in here? I heard a loud scream. I got a key! Yeah! <laughs> and you just see Cedric now has a, a skeleton hand. But it's, it's, it's just flopping to the side. It's just charred and horribly burned. You can't use it. You can't use your right hand anymore. But it, it, it's like grasped around Yeah, and it's key. grasped around this black key. Well, that's one of the keys at least. <laughs> And what do you guys want to do now? Uh, next door. Well, how about the, the? Looks like the basement right there. Yeah, that door opened. Should we go through that one? If you guys want to. On to the next room. All right, but you guys take the lead on the next one. I. Uh... <laughs> what do you do? You uh, should. You should maybe hop on his back again. Okay, Cedric hops onto yeah, Aronov's yeah. back, yeah, and what do you, what do you, you guys proceed? And I go, go down the stairs. Okay, and you guys sort of go towards it. Who, who steps first? Me. With Cedric on your back. Yep. Okay. Aronov. And I thought he's going to step back because he doesn't want to take Yeah, yeah, you're just like, oh, fuck, fine, you go. <laughs> I'm not anywhere near going You'd notice that uh, this door <laughs> is completely black, and it's just pitch black inside. He's afraid of doors now. <laughs> and then the moment Aronoff steps inside, 
The door slams shut, and you two are blocked out. Oh, great. This again. And then, now we're going to go back to these two. Uh, Belrin, you're just crazily going, Blue door, purple door, blue door, purple door. Uh, Phileas, what do you do? Belrin? You cannot hear Phileas. Wherever you are, the sound is just... Belrin, can I hear him? Do a perception check. Uh, 17. 40 minutes. Okay. He's got lots of time. Halfway. We already got a key. <laughs> 40 no minutes, got one key. <laughs> High five, dead hand. Oh. <laughs> you won't feel it, though. You, well, sorry, was it told? 17. 17. You wouldn't be able to see Belrin, but as you're sitting there just breathing, you're completely soaked from head to toe. This water on the ground suddenly, like, dries up, and then you feel a heat behind you. As you were where, like? Towards here. Towards the door that was on your right when you first came up the stairs. And upon the door, you just see scratches. And as they're scratched, they begin to burn and then bleed. And they say, turn back. What you seek is not in here. Well, you know what that means. It's in there. Yeah. Or this just being helpful. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the house is being so helpful. And as you see that and you're contemplating what to do, we're going to go to Belrin. Mm-hmm. Belrin, which room do you go into? The closest one to me, which is the purple, because I am terrified of what was out there. Yeah, and you step into the room. Sorry, I just have to bring a purple room now. Oh, God. And you see, when you walk through the first door, right in front of you is another door, and it's just creep, creeped open a little bit, and there's a small little light in there. And you hear what sounds like a music box playing. So would that be the, that's the purple, the purple room? Right? room. Okay. That's the little girl's room. <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm going to peer through the door. You slowly push open the door, and you see a little girl there in a white dress. The one with uh, blonde pigtails. And she looks at you, and there's a little table there with a tea set and several chairs. I was hoping someone would come for my tea party. Yes. As you're bl- blabbering this, this oh, sort of puts, right. no, it puts you into focus. You're, it's gone. Okay. You're like, oh fuck. She says, "Are you here for my tea party?" Ye- yes. Okay. <clears throat> come, come. And she walks up. She's got this little play tea set. She just sort of pretends to be pouring things into cups. One for you. One for. Are you gonna sit? I will sit. Little tiny wooden chair. You just sort of sit down on it. This music box is playing creepily in the background. And she runs to the other side of the table and she's like, she raises her tea glass towards you. I'll pick up the glass. She does ding. Take an imaginary sip, I guess. Okay, yeah. You take the imaginary sip. And she goes, now it's story time. Okay, what, what, what? And she runs to the other side of the room, this little seven-year-old girl. Just, it's my favorite story. And she runs up to you. And then she goes, can I sit in your lap? <laughs> I don't want... Yes. <laughs> I don't want... Yes. It's a trap. <laughs> she goes, okay. You notice the storybook she's holding is very old and tarnished. It doesn't even have any words that are legible. But this young girl opens it as if she's reading it all the same. It's called The Princess's Daddy. 
Once upon a time, there was a little princess, and her daddy loved her so much. He gave her lots of gifts. She moves the page again, just this tarnished old images that you can't even make out. Okay. The candlelight in the room, it begins to dim around the two of you. But her mommy was not very nice. She was very mean. One day, while daddy was gone, mommy invited the little princess up for a tea party. She invited all her best friends. Lightning strikes. You notice now around the table are several stuffed animals sitting upon other wooden chairs. A little stuffed horse. A stuffed bear. A stuffed lion. Stuffed unicorn. The princess was so happy to be around her best friends, and she looks up at you and smiles. I smile back. <laughs> Mommy says that she made some special tea that would make the princess dream of stars and the moon forever. So she drank it. And then she got... Mm. Bellerin, you feel very tired. Oh, God. Oh. Hey. Tired. There's another flash of lightning. Upon the table you see these two tea glasses are full of a liquid. Your glass, you've taken a sip. That's when Mommy picked up the little princess in her arms and sang a lullaby. She looks up at you. Well, what was this lullaby? I don't remember. It was just a beautiful lullaby expectantly looking at you. You feel like you're getting tired, very tired. <laughs> God damn it. Didn't he take a fake sip? I did say pretend sip, but... Yeah, but a fake sip still seems like... Because there wasn't, there wouldn't be anything He's in like, it. He's like, there's nothing yeah, there in it, so he did this. Oh. But yeah. because he did this, he drank it. Yeah. What did it I, she's looking at you expectantly. Then she reads again. The mommy picked up the princess in her arms and sang a lullaby. I will pick up the girl and... You stand up and you're a little bit wobbly, but you're standing you're holding her. She's smiling. And I'll go... Go to sleep, little one. Please don't murder me tonight. <laughs> And her eyes are flickering closed. Her eyes flicker. Till eventually she's still. The weight of the book falling. Her body is cold. And the book falls to the ground. And you're holding a dead little girl. Um, is there... I was gonna say, is there a bed around? There's a bed, yeah. I, I, I'm gonna put her in the bed. <laughs> Thinking that she... And then she fell asleep. Yeah. And the lightning flashes yeah. again, and you hear a voice as you're walking up to the bed. And the princess slept forever with the stars and the moon. And you lay her down on the bed, and when you do, you notice it's a skeleton. It's a dead little girl yeah. on the bed. Lightning flashes again. You feel a scratching in your throat. Horrible. Burning. Do a constitution check. Shit. 
What is it? Four. Four. Uh, six. Bellerin, you feel this scratchingness in your throat. <clears throat> and then suddenly, a real powerful burning. You begin scratching and scratching until you're scratching at your very skin. And then the lightning flashes again. And you notice a green key upon the table. I would like to reach, well, I would like to attempt to reach for the key. You reach for it and you pick it up and then suddenly the room just becomes normal again. Again, your throat. You cough up blood. And that shadow from outside begins to form underneath you again. You're holding this key in your arms. I'm going to dash out to the door. You dash through the door, you push out, and then where? You push out of the two doors that were leading to the purple room. This I'm going to go to the left because to the blue door. Okay, and then as you're going there, you fall over. You're going to die. As you're going there, you fall over from just the sheer pain that's within your chest. You feel as if your insides are falling are being torn asunder. I stick my finger down my throat to try to throw up whatever you poison. Stick your I finger have. in your throat, and you just are coughing up blood. <clears throat> Do a perception check, Phileas. Natural twenty. You are looking at that burning door, but then you hear slam, slam from behind you, and you hear somebody vomiting <clears throat> within that next room. I ran it. You run in, you see Belrin upon the floor. He's pale, and there's blood all over Medicine him. Medicine check. Okay. Uh, 18. He's choking on his own blood. Belrin, everything is turning black. You're dying. Medicine check, can I figure out how to save him? Uh, in my head, I would know if I know it. No. Quick way. And then you just see the shadow around him. What? Healing words. But well, what are you saying as well? Like, he's going to die. So what are you saying? Belrin, what happened? I'm dying, obviously! <laughs> healing word! All, all you hear is and clots of blood are flowing out. You try to use healing word, the magic just doesn't work. And Belrin, what are your can, final words? Can I cast detect poison on myself? <laughs> uh, you can, yeah. His last action. Your last action, sure. You detect that there's poison on you. You've been poisoned. But you'd also know that it's far too late. What do you do? What are your final words as you're in Phileas's arms? Phileas, take this damn key. I don't want it anymore. Spare the dying! What? Spare the dying! Why are you screaming? <laughs> he always screams, Spare the dying! He, he's I like, can't let him die! If he says it loud enough, it'll work better. And Bellerin, that shadow that was in the room that chased you, you feel it around you again. And you would know that because you summoned that fake creature to try to get help, you are going to die. And Phileas is attempting to use Spare the Dying on you. You get a little bit of life back. And he's in your arms now, Phileas. He's just on the brink, constantly coughing up blood in this gross thing between life and death. So I didn't save him, or is he still dying? He, you, you, you've, you've recovered him enough that he's just going to be stuck there coughing up blood. For his, forever. <laughs> hey, at least you're not dead. Forever? Well, he's dead, David. He he tried to summon outside help. It's, I spared him from dying. I guess you don't get it. So, 
Nope. Your David, power's not strong. I know. It's, it, Philly, yeah. Phileas yeah. looks broken. He, he broke the rules. Bellerin, you know Phileas has this issue. He always wants to save people, and no matter... He's gonna die. Phileas, just take this key and don't die. Bellerin, I can't let you die. And he, I'm Bellerin, again. It's bloody, and he hands you this key that's covered in his blood. And you take it, and then his arm falls. And then the lightning flashes, and there's a dead Bellerin in your arms. Why and you... I'm not happy to be the first one to die. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I, know, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> it's Darth Vader, I hope. <laughs> oh, he's your pet. Huh? At least he's got a key. I only have one arm, though. Hearing that hour in and I'm dead. With a black eye being like, no! Bellerin is dead in your arms, and you let out a scream as you're holding green key. Uh, the rest of you were in the kitchen at the time when this happened. The place just sort of rumbled a bit, and you swear you hear this. <laughs> and then you, Aronov, walked into the basement. Proceeded downstairs, yes. You proceeded downstairs. The door slammed behind you. Mm-hmm. You're walking down the stairs. Do you just... Do you try to open up the door behind you? Uh, no, I, 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 I would have turned around. This large Quagoth is just walking down. I, I, I would have slammed on the door saying, Keep going, I will look down here. And the moment you get down there, you notice this is a, what looks like a laboratory. Science, not good science. You see <laughs> tables with vials, and you see metal table within the center. Mm-hmm. And then figure steps up beside you you can't even see them and they spray something into your face <laughs> you need to do a you need to do a constitution check you have to get at least 19 16 and you you just sort of swing your arm <laughs> and, and you just hear a very fine specimen indeed <laughs> he pokes you on the head and you fall over there's sounds, movement all around you. You're moving, you're not sure. And then some time passes. You hear some metal materials. Mm-hmm. You feel yourself being pushed down. Almost Do like another I'm constitution check. Clamped. Do another constitution check. This time the DC is going to be 17. Uh, um, yeah, 18 again. Yeah, so 18. No, not, sorry, not 18 again. I got 18 this time. So I rolled roll plus 8. And what did you roll? I rolled 10. So okay. You're just... <laughs> your eyes begin to flicker as you hear mechanical sounds. <laughs> and you look, and uh, you see standing over you is a very slender, tall man wearing a scientist coat. Mm-hmm. He's got all these gizmos around him, and he's wearing this large head... Um, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, with, uh, with, and he's sort of and zooming in on you Oh, the sleep agent did not work for this one. Perhaps I should add more. I'm going to swipe at him. Okay, strength check. It's, uh, it's at least 20. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I got exactly 20. Exactly 20? <laughs> Your one arm. And he goes, oh! And he goes, now, now, now! How can you possibly move? <laughs> And now is when you look down and you'd notice that your lower torso has been removed. Your intestines are hanging out upon this table. I need those! (laughs) 
He's like, now if you let me finish, I could make you beautiful. <laughs> Is beautiful better? Taken aback by your abruptness, and you're you're coughing up blood at this point because you're you're cut in half. And he's like, beautiful can be better. Will you give me new? Oh, you'll have to see, young man. Can I choose? Do a persuasion check. <laughs> <laughs> at disadvantage. Damn it. Yeah. Nine. Nine. Damn it. Ah. And he sprays you. Dang it. With this. Um, with this gas canister that he yeah. has, it's sleeping age, he sprays it in your face. Do a constitution check, can of 19. Uh, 19. You got 19? <laughs> it doesn't knock you out. He goes, and then he clamps your hand down, and he says, I guess you'll be awake during it. <laughs> and then he goes in with his scalpel, he begins to cut into your chest. Ow! I'm just gonna scream out of pain, cause ow! You two just hear screaming coming from down below. Uh, should we go? Should we go save him? Sounds like he's in pain. Ah! Uh. Uh. <laughs> uh. just holding his skeletal hand. Ah! Uh. Technically, I did tell you to go on and look. Unless you want to listen to what he said. I'm gonna let you take the lead on this one. <laughs> Last time, skeletal hand still hurts a lot. You you want to go down to the creepy stairways where one of the big guys that is really tough is screaming in pain? Okay. And then there's silence. Oh, he's dead anyway, so let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear the door creak. Cedric? Uh... I'm gonna, Mon's gonna move behind one of the counters, just... And you hear something is moving up the stairs, and it's making this sound like a... Like a thousand little feet. I have additions. (laughs) I'm gonna roll for stealth. Okay. That's a 29. (laughs) You hide it? Yeah, but you're gonna see... I'm confident. <laughs> and you hear ding, 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 ding. As one hour has passed. It might not be an hour for the stubs because of editing, but one hour has passed. And Aronoff, when you awoke, mm-hmm. you awoke seeing only red. You awoke uh, rage mode. wanting only blood. As if there's another being inside of you as well, and you look down and you see you have a thousand feet crawling. Fast. As your lower half is now that of a giant centipede. Nice. Um, And you begin crawling up with your upper torso, moving up the stairs. Your face is like gaunt and falling down. There's all these patches all over, and you just want blood. You don't care who it is. Yeah, and you just way. hear from down below, and you guys hear this. <laughs> Go, my creation. Go, my beautiful, perfect specimen. I'm perfect. And he's crawling up the stairs. A snarling mess. What do you do? I'm going to burst through the door and... And you see... <laughs> what's that? That's what you see is Aratol now. Or, sorry, Aronov now. 
with his lower half being a giant centipede and his upper half being a Quagog. Who would I see first? You'd see Amon first, because Cedric is stealthing. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't stealth. And stealth. You see Amon no, hiding. Yeah, you, hit behind the counter. You, 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 you see Amon hiding behind the counter poorly. You don't uh, see Cedric at all. Means I'm going for his head. <laughs> you run for him. Just gonna lunge over the counter. Yeah, I'm doing uh, it. Uh, Amon's gonna cast mass suggestion on him. <laughs> okay. Uh, so. I don't know if you want to make the roll against it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let him roll against it. We want to keep this quick to do your guys' time limit. Uh, it's wisdom, by the way. Wisdom, okay. <laughs> uh, it's uh, twenty-four. Yeah, you passed. <laughs> so does it anyway. You you you, uh, you, ah! you attempt to use magic. It just goes right <laughs> over his hand. You, you, he's, he stops for a moment, I'll say, and he's just like... A slight twitch, yeah. and they continue. That's right, it's on NPC team. Yeah. You want them dead. Yeah. There's no going past this now. Nobody can, can change your mind, no. okay? You're a monster created oh, yeah. by a mad scientist now. I'm going after movement. <laughs> yeah, so what you I sort see. of stop for a moment, and then he goes, and he keeps going for you. What do you do? You. I'm you you got the opportunity now, he tried something, so... I'm going to grab him by the horns, and... You also have the ability to grapple him with your legs. Oh, okay. Um, well, I... Because I, I... You could grab him and just fucking beat him to death. Well, I, I only see his head, so I'm going to go yeah, for yeah. his head and just grab okay. that initially. Yeah, so he attempts to grab you. Go. Roll the hit. The strength? Uh, Try to grapple him. Uh, 24-ish? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you grab him by his horns and you just pick him up and I'm gonna say your yeah, your I'm legs just wrap, wrap around him as you're holding him. And I'm then going to go ahead. So yeah, I would have picked you up by the horns, wrapped around you, and now I am gonna attempt to split your head by your horns. <laughs> but let Cedric have a chance yeah. to do something while you this isn't gonna be an instant kill. <laughs> Screw that. Cedric will get an action, he'll get yep. to try to break free, yeah, the, the, and then the, the, if he's still not free, yeah, you're welcome to that, kill. That's what I'm, I'm gonna attempt to do. Okay, Cedric He's gonna you. snap you like a fucking wishbone. <laughs> that's my wish. You better get 72 damage over the snapping ability then. <laughs> uh, there's no health in this, yep. bud. <laughs> okay. Alright. It's a I thought it was saliva. Because he fucked up and summoned health. <laughs> Don't say hell. I also would argue that I pretended to take a sip. That means I didn't actually take a sip. I could have been like, we all know what you did. Yeah. Since I'm <laughs> I'm going to it. use my ring of the ram and just fucking because I'm I'd be behind him and attack it with the okay. Package. Good idea. Yep. You're gonna try to knock him back down. I'm gonna yeah. just yeah, try and grapple, push him. Yeah. Like, okay. So both push of back. Up yeah. Yeah. Feet. Go ahead. So you use the ring of the ram. Let's see if you hit. Sixteen. Not hit. You attempt to use it, you just feel... Is you it guys... that plus my proficiency? Yes. yes. So then it's 21. Then it's it. Okay. <laughs> ring the ram. You're just holding, uh, I'm going to say, within your grasp there, Aaron, yeah. you're just slowly tugging at Amon. You see Amon, your horns are just being ripped. You're like, ah! And then you and, because he's still grappling. So anywhere he flies... I'm just trying to get him to yeah, let go. Oh, at least okay. I, I don't. I don't have it by the horns. Yeah, you, you then, let my lower body. You fly happen. into a crumbling mess of of uh and a bunch of like spiraling uh, centipede legs in the corner, and you're free now. What do you do? Oh, we're cuddling. Uh, run. <laughs> I'm, is he like prone or anything? Because he got knocked down, or has he just got knocked to a wall? Uh, he would have to do a check. So let's do a uh, Constitution check. So twenty twelve. Okay, so you're yeah. you're prone. So I'm prone, but I'm free. 
You're, 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 you're free, actually, yeah, but you're like... Yeah, you're just underneath me. You're in his mass, but you're free. You're able to do something. Yeah. Um, Without him grabbing you. <laughs> you I, Mon will stand up and move away from him. And what else do you do? You uh, have an action. Okay, fine. You could run uh, yeah, so if that's the end of your turn, it's going to be his turn. You should uh, attack him because he's prone. It's a guaranteed attack. It would be Actually, if you're right in front of him, it's advantage. If you're more than five feet away from a creature that's prone, it's disadvantage. With, yeah, with range. Yeah, so you would have advantage, yes. What would you like to do? Uh, Mon would like to, um... What's... You're right in front of the basement door. I know. da 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 <laughs> I need my original legs back. You'll use Eldritch Blast on him. <laughs> Everything else is AOE. Free I'm just going to say he shoots an Eldritch Blast at you, this massive, and you're just, just writhing in pain. Yeah, and then what do you say before he blasts you into the basement? <laughs> I'm going back down the stairs. Um, Fall damage. He's going rolling downstairs. <laughs> I guess because I, I would be in, in such a rage mode, I wouldn't be able to constitute words. It would just be a snarling... Mass just growling. <laughs> Cedric yeah. will try and like snap him out of it. Anna, what are you doing? Well, by that time he's already <laughs> and he's falling downstairs. The basement door is still open. I, I know we don't want to do this, but I think we might have to go downstairs. We'll just close the door and walk away. We just put him downstairs. Why don't we close the door and go somewhere else? Do something, because he's getting up now. But he can open the door, so... He'll close the door. <laughs> Problem solved. Let's go. <laughs> Closes the door immediately. What do you guys want to do now? I want to go to the dining room. Okay, the in the room. basement, you've just sort of gotten up there, uh, and then you're just here. Well, what are you doing back here? Well, it seems that you failed, the scientist says, looking at you. Another chance. It's time to start over. I'll make sure not to use anesthetic this time. I want you to feel everything. He grabs you and you scream. He puts you on the table and you're just slowly cut into pieces and then die. Oh, yay! You guys are just hearing the horrible screams coming from the basement of Aronoff. No key appears in front of you. Uh, remember uh, the Dr. Murder I was talking about? Yeah. How he stitched and mangled bodies. I think he may still be alive. Yeah. Well, let's not try and get acquainted. I, I agree. Let's, go let's, let's, let's go. And we'll head towards the dining room. Yeah, you walk into the dining room, and uh, there seems to be a dinner party going on. Several suits and nice dresses are there sitting at the table. <clears throat> Cutting into, holding holding silverware, cutting into empty plates. There's nobody in these suits. They're just floating around. That's all you see in here. Alright. I'm gonna investigate the room. Okay. My surroundings. Twelve. Uh, the moment that you sort of look around, suddenly you're like bumped and you just see a, uh, a bus tray moving past you and it just sort of bumps you and it's full of all these plates and stuff and you just hear all these voices here oh yes I'll have some dessert yes please thank you thank you thank you very much yes but that's all you really see and then suddenly everything goes dark and all of the silverware and plates in the room explode and fly towards you to dexterity checks I'm good 
Uh, I got a <laughs> got a twelve. And you? I got a t- thirty-one. I'm on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a sixteen. I have like, mad fucking decks. You would uh, you you would both sort of dodge, and then uh, everything would be quiet, and you'd be like, "All right, we're good." I already don't like this fucking room. The room is just completely dark now, and then the lightning is just flashing outside. Uh, Amon would like to do a perception check around the room. Yeah, and you just sort of walk forward, Amon, and then all of a sudden you're like, ah! And, Cedric, you'd notice there's a large knife stuck inside of the top of Amon's head. Hey, uh, you got a thing there. Can, can you be more specific? You have a knife in your head. <laughs> Amon would, like, slowly reach up and, like, feel it. Yeah, there's a knife in your head. Would you be able to tell, like, how far into his head it is? You can do a medicine check. Sure. He won't do that. Sure, he won't do that. Wiggle it. Uh, <laughs> pull it out. Medicine's wisdom, right? Um, medicine check is wisdom. Uh, four. Notice this room has died down, by the way, your investigation you did earlier. The room has died down, but no key was presented. Therefore, you would assume there's no key in this room. Um, you should probably leave that there. You should probably keep going. With that low one, you're just like, there's a knife in my head. And then and then you just, your, your vision's a little bit blurry, but you feel like you're, you can still function. Would you like to remove the knife? No. Okay. I'm feeling that it's blurry. I'm not going to remove the knife. And what is, uh... Yeah, yeah that's a bad idea. Somebody uh, who has <clears throat> knife experience. I mean. yeah, yeah. Steve Irwin. Yeah. So, Amon just sort of walks very uh, casually, but where do you guys go now? Um, the other side of the dining room is outside into the garden. Should we go there is there? also a small door there that will lead you to directly to the ballroom. Or you can step outside into the garden. Might as well try the garden. Okay. And as you two are approaching, we go back to Phileas, who's upstairs crying as he's holding Belrin's dead body. You see just pale blue, purple skin. His eyes are completely red and bloodshot. And he's just laying dead within your arms. I will haunt you. <laughs> so I guess seeing that and everything else, and then I would I would assume that I would have just heard the heard the dinging of the eleven o'clock ding. Yeah, you would have. That's that's sort of what woke you up from this so trance. You were with him for so long. I need to get out, or else we're all gonna die. I'm sorry, my friend. <laughs> no, I'll go into this room. Side. Yep. How appropriate. How fucking appropriate. I can't even make this stuff up. Yes, you can. <laughs> well, you kind of. So, do you go right in? Do you just open the door and walk in? Well, I'll take a peek in first. You open up the door slowly yeah. and you just hear crying. Baby. <laughs> no. Of a woman. <sighs> no, no, no. I'll go in. Screw it. I got you it. walk in and you see yeah. a woman with short hair wearing a long yellow dress and she's holding a humanoid figure in her arms. <laughs> What is wrong? She notices you and looks up. Her eyes go black, her mouth goes black. She looks at you. And her mouth begins to shake. This is... How appropriate that you walked into this room. Look, blue room. And and you are taken back. This is the woman that you saw in the forest on the way. She looks at you and as she's looking at you, her mouth is shaking. She goes... 
and it's just a silent cry. Her mouth is quivering. The room shakes, and you feel dread coming before you. It's like 45 minutes. Left. Yeah. Two keys to find this. Okay. One key. No, one key. Well, 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 well technically, I guess so. Because <laughs> yeah, because you have the black one and the green. Green, green, green. green. You just need red. Why would it be logically so far? Purple gave green, and kitchen, which doesn't have a color, gave black. Yeah, but the clues make sense for me. I wonder if our rooms where we have to go drop off the keys. That'd be their main room. Where is our? It's already your dead Whatever. <laughs> well, you're not sorry that I'm dead? Oh, that was fun. <laughs> she points at you. Her mouth is trembling. <gasps> Suddenly, you notice that her face begins to crack, and it's actually stone. Her yellow dress is turning to stone. The room is turning to stone. Your legs are turning to stone. You need to do a constitution check as stone begins moving up from your feet. 14. It continues to move. Now moving up from just the bottom of your feet, over your feet to your shin. It's moving up closer to your knee. She continues pointing at you. Do another constitution check. 21. A 21. Finally, you feel yourself like uh, able to resist this. And, just, uh, and then you are able to move and you move. You fall to the ground. You no longer have legs from the knees down. <laughs> You're just bleeding profusely. She disappears. And then the room turns normal. There's no key in this room. Welcome to the club. You are in agonizing pain. I burn myself and burn my legs, so I cauterize the blood. Well, I want to hear you scream first. <laughs> Why do you laugh? He always laughs. Ah! I have no legs. I want to give my wife a headache. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was that pain or pleasure? <laughs> You're just crawling on the ground. There's just Maybe two pleasure is pain. Pain is pleasure. Two streaks of blood now upon the ground. I cauterize it with my with my produced flame. Yeah, and uh, you are able to cauterize the wound. <laughs> With the produced flame and the ble- the bleeding ceases a little bit, but you're still all you can do is crawl on the ground as you move. What would you like to do? Turn into rock form. You turn into a rock elemental. No, I turn to. I don't know what he's thinking, so I can't really put it in points. You know what? Hmm. We're gonna turn into a fire elemental. Okay. You turn into a fire elemental. It begins to burn and char at the wood no, of David. the house around you. <laughs> you That's would all rules. hear the house rumble and shake from down below, you two. No, 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 What did no, you no, do? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, but hold on. Hold They're on. getting excited. It doesn't actually, it only burns things if I choose to for it to burn. No. No, it this is sets magic. anything flammable around you aflame. He was on the right track with the stone. He was. I felt heat from that room. That makes sense, yes. But I guess, but... You also gotta remember the rule of you, Don't you destroy the house. I forgot the rule of conjuring something up, so... After, like, five minutes of me reading. Five minutes after I read Oh, I'm sorry, Cody. Not all of us can be like, Oh, I'm gonna pay attention to the room. The red key is in the red room because it's a red key. It's all in the red room. <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> you fire form, elemental, computer, computer. You turn into a fire elemental in a wooden house, David. What? Well, let's see that, I said... 
Oh it. my god. I don't think it says the words, you but anybody will dictate. You're wasting time. I kind of do whatever. You kind of your knife in your head. You add. Let's go back to No, 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 no. He has one arm. You have a knife in your head. We're dead. He has no legs. <laughs> he has no legs. <laughs> I can see you hopping on a if boss creatures back and controlling within five him with feet the of knife. You will be like, burned. I'm on. Wood. <laughs> a wooden house. That's wood. old too. Absolutely. It will see it as an attack. It doesn't say do do it. <laughs> but it doesn't say you don't. So so you, you turn into a fire elemental, and then when you do, you you light a flame. You feel like the bottom half of your form not as strong as it should be, but you are able to move around. But you notice that... What? He, he, could, he could stumble put his hand on the wall if you wanted to. No, you just... You would notice that there's a bookshelf on the right side that you're within five feet of, and it just begins to set a flame. Okay, then I will turn... The room around you begins to what? burn. Then I will turn out a fire form, and I'll use Create Water... And I will make it rain in the room to, to get rid of all of the fire that's in the room. And you go, oh shit, you immediately fall out of the form, you're down on the ground. You're just on your belly, and you flip around, and then you go, Psh, and you create rain. The rain begins to fall, and then you feel this dark shadow forming underneath you. This dark presence. I need you to do an insanity check. Because you have broken <laughs> not one of the rules. I know, it's a destroy the house. I haven't destroyed the house. Yeah. I fixed my I Attempting fixed my to mistake. Destroy the house. I fixed my mistake. <laughs> you all knew he did What'd you get, Brady? What does that mean? I will do it, you shush. Wow. What do you say, 80? The timer's still going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're so concerned about <laughs> if, if, he, if he said it. Are you what hungry, David? <laughs> Are you hungry? What is it? <laughs> So then I start uh, randomly looking around for like random weird stuff around the ground. Yeah, and you're dirt, and there's plenty of it. Not just dirt. There is within this room. Actually, you see bloody utensils that look like they would have been used for an abortion. So I start eating them, I'm licking them, and you grab it. And <laughs> as Phileas is going insane within the room, the shadow is around you, Phileas, and it begins growing and growing. And uh, as, as you're going insane now. <laughs> and that's where we're going to leave you. You two down below. I just want someone, one of the stubs to draw that picture of a legless Phileas eating bloody utensils while a shadow is It would have been great if you start eating your own legs. Uh, that's what I was thinking. That's your legs. what I wanted to. On your leg. You two, Aman and Cedric, you step into the garden. When you do, you notice it's filled with all types of different plants. And the storm is raging hard, though. The rain is pouring all over you. The lightning's striking. There's there's powerful wind. What do you do? I'm going in perception check around the garden. Yep. It's a disadvantage. It's hard to see. Because of the storm? Because oh, wait, you, ha- you have devil sight, so go ahead. Nine. Nine? Nine. Nine. You, uh... Nine for nine. You step into the garden, you see there's a, uh, there's a fountain in the middle that is not turning out any water, and there's a statue of what you would assume to be uh, Duke Redgrave. And sitting next to the fountain, and then looking at you, is this tall, slender woman in a white dress. She goes, oh. She looks at you both, and you both see her. She's standing above here. I'm guessing you two have walked out. Mm, Yeah, we're in the garden. So we'll say that you're here. For the sake of uh, this, we'll say she's here. 
alive. <laughs> she looks at you too and says, Oh, there's snakes in my garden. Snakes? Yes. Where's the snakes? There's snakes in my garden. Perhaps you could assist me. What, what do you want us to do? And she moves towards you, but she's not stepping. Her body just begins to move towards you slowly. Like garden snakes? Like little ones? There's snakes in my garden. Can you explain more? Just one more step towards you. There's snakes I in my garden. I think we might be the snakes. I, I think so. Please roll a, a perception check, both of you. <clears throat> I was waiting for 13. Mine's just 11. You would both hear... Cedric, you would see. Coming out from all over this garden are about a dozen giant snakes. Garden snakes they look like, but they're just huge. And she walks up, she goes, slippery little things. They slither and they hiss. You have to watch out, dear. They might bite you. She looks at you. And you'd notice now her face is gaunt and her jaw falls off. There's snakes in my garden. Hold that thought. Uh, he'll pull up his finger as it then falls over. <laughs> yep. Yeah. What and are you I'm doing? i roll for stealth. Okay. Yes. Uh, well, okay. They, yep. Go ahead. What are you doing, Amon? You got one action before... Oh, God. Um, 23. Oh, what, the snakes? Yeah. Amon, you, you're like, oh, shit. And you sort of look to... To uh, to uh, friggin' Cedric, and he's gone. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Where did you go, Cedric? You're I'm gonna let you that. with a stealth roll like that go anywhere in here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sh- basically be beside him on. Just no, like. Oh, okay, I see. So you, you don't <clears throat> see Cedric there. He's sort of hidden. Thanks, Cedric. <laughs> You'll feel like a little. What do you do, Amon? On your side. Um, Amon will fuse. How far away is that snake? It's like right beside you. It's coming up. What do you do? Eldritch Blast on the snake closest to me. Eldritch Blast! Okay. Fireball. Go ahead. Will the firework for you? Uh, 18. Yep, you hit this snake away. It just flies, but then the other one's going to strike at you. What other one? Right here. He's got three blasts? Yeah, isn't he? Well, you have three blasts? Eldritch Blast is three, right? Yeah. I'm going to use my ram ring as well. For your guys' sake here. Natural 20. A natural 20. (laughs) We're all dead. He, you, you, Amon, basically pop him on the first snake. Yeah, the first snake, you shoot out an Eldritch Blast, and then two more snakes are coming up, and you just see Cedric jumps on your shoulders, flips around, and boom, hits those two snakes away. Wait, which which, uh, hand was your Ring of the Ram on? On my right. (laughs) So it's just there. Skeleton hand, go! So your skeletal hand is there. When you use it, your hand shatters immediately, and the ring falls to the ground. Uh, how okay. many, many snakes so, are left? Just huh? the one? Well, there's about a dozen. There's about a dozen. I'm not yeah. representing this, them this all right here. And she just goes, Excellent. Get rid of the snakes in my garden. Well, there, I did roll a natural 20, and the Ring of the Ram is an AoE. That is true. So, this ha- what just happens? <laughs> Amon goes, Blast one, then Cedric goes, and with one swipe, hits all the others. They all go flying. 
Then after, even after my arm shattered, I'd be like, "Fuck!" Pick up my ring. <laughs> and she looks at you two and goes, "Thank you." There's too many snakes in so this. Basically, it's me. <laughs> she was speaking. Thank you. There's too many snakes in this place. Gotta get rid of them all. She fades away. And you do not receive a ring. Wow, sorry. We didn't win the Super Bowl. Fuck. (laughs) You do not receive a key in this place either. Looks like we're going upstairs. Okay, so what do you two do? I'm I'm definitely picking up the ring, putting it on my other hand. Where do you guys go? To the ballroom. You walk into the ballroom, and there's nothing. I'm not going to double back. And then we, I guess, go back to the main... And you continue through, you run through this ballroom, and I'm just going to say there is music playing. But you guys would have known that Belrin and Phileas were already in there, and you really don't think that there's a ring in there. So you continue running through. Key, key. You really don't think there's a key in there. Originally it was rings. That's why it's fucking me up. And then you get to the stairwell, where you know Phileas and Belrin went. And you walk up, you walk up the stairs. The floor is wet. There's a door in front of you that's crashed open, and that room just looks like it was completely soaked with a huge flood. The lightning flashes. Oh, looks like they had some fun up here. What way do you want to go? Uh, Amon's going to look in. You look to your right, and you see writing on a door, it looks like it's cut in, and it's bleeding down the door, and it says, turn back, what you seek is not here. And then you look behind you, and is that door still open? No, because I closed it. But then he came. Yeah, that he burst through, so technically uh, still didn't And you see up. an open door there, and there's a figure laying on the ground. So what do you two do? Uh, clearly the key's this way. You want to go towards the figure on the ground? No. <laughs> I'm, but wouldn't they see me too, because I'm playing right here? Not, no, no, that door, that door was shut. It never reopened. Oh. Um, uh, you two, uh, You're too would, busy nibbling on blood. You two would see a bellow of smoke coming from this direction, and then it stops. And then you would do a perception check. As the lightning is flashing. Oh god, what's with fours? The amount of fours I get this fucking game. What'd you use and you die? Twelve. I'll use... Cedric, Don't use mine. Mine's just as bad. Cedric, you <laughs> it might work for me. <laughs> Cedric, you would notice that that's Belrin laying on the floor. Belrin! You run up and you see a dead Belrin. He is purple and blue. He has black lines all over his skin and his eyes are bloodshot. And he's just dead. Cedric? Uh, Belrin's dead. I don't know where Phileas is. You hear <coughs> from the other side of a door. I think I found Phileas. What are you doing, Mon? You've stood still in the middle of this hallway. What are you doing? Mon's gonna head towards the door on the right. Mon ignores you, doesn't care about his comrades, <laughs> and goes up to the door. No, because uh, I know there's a time limit. <laughs> in the meantime, you slowly creep open this door, and the lightning flashes, and you see Phileas upon the ground. His legs are gone from the knee down. He's looking mad on the ground, and there's several sharp objects. His mouth is completely torn asunder, 
and there's sharp objects pointing out of his throat and out of his stomach. And he's like, <laughs> and he, you see him, he just keeps picking things up and eating them. <laughs> well, you're definitely making out of this. <laughs> That's a very creepy sight to see. And the lightning flashes. He's just gonna <laughs> close the door. Oh, and okay. <laughs> Well, I'll give you a chance to. You, you. I didn't give you. You did a say in the rules that if our comrades fell, we'd get their key. Bowen had a key. No, I, I didn't. That's not what the rule says. I have the key. That's not what the rule says. That is not what the I rule says. I know what the rule says. If there's very specific. If you die in a room with a key, it is rewarded to your allies. Yeah. There was so if he had. <laughs> well, either way, he would get a chance to say something. It's just flashing. He's looking mad, and you just see him. He looks at you, and I'll let you do a con save. So I guess you get your, your whole body is just torn asunder with these metal abortion pills. Natural 20. <laughs> Natural 20, he wakes up from it. Phileas, you just see these metal objects. You realize what you've been doing the whole time, but you haven't been able to stop yourself. That dark shadow is around you. The shadow of death. You've felt this before, that you are doomed. What do you do? Do I see Cedric? You have a moment before you roll on insanity again. So, okay, I look around and see if I can see Cedric. Yep. So I see Cedric. As he's closing the door. You see Cedric, yeah. I told you, you look at him and that's when you broke out of it. Cedric! You can't even tell the words. It's... I hold the key. He's holding up a green, a green key. Oh, sweet! And he'll walk over and grab And then now we're all on insanity again. You tried to destroy the house. You're dead. Well, no, no, because I was going to do something else. Or... Well, he didn't try to destroy it. But yeah. Inadvertently damaged it. Because I've I didn't die in the room with the key. I died outside the well, room. You gave me the key. But you gave him the key. Yeah. You okay, gave fine. me the key. <laughs> He's like, I want to be part of this, but I'm dead. Because I'm dead. Um, I'm sorry. Anything could have happened here, and it's working out. I'm frightened, and I'm moving away from my fear. Okay. You become frightened of Cedric after you hand him the key. He looks like a large shadow that's just got this weird long smile, and then he he cackles at you. <laughs> so as I try and move away, can I attack him? 20 minutes. Um, what? Can I attack him? You have to use your action yeah. to move away from yeah, the fear. Yeah, 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 That's what Frank does. Yeah, yeah, fear you can't attack him, you want to get the hell away. You just see him go, ah, ah, for the sake of time, for your guys' sake. Ah, ah, and he just sort of scurries away with no legs to the other side of the room. <laughs> well, And he's just bleeding everywhere. You really don't think he's got much longer left. He'll uh, throw a dagger and put him out of his misery. Phileas. Wow. It's, it's a mercy. He's like, mercy. <laughs> oh, oh, and like running away and terror. Like, so Cedric, upset by it, too. Cedric looks down at his dagger. Phileas doesn't die! <laughs> yeah, Cedric, Cedric, Cedric looks down at his dagger. He shakes his head and lightning flashes. He sort of looks away as he. And Phileas looks straight into your head. And you just fall against the wall and then lean down. And he's dead. And Phileas died. One more dropped. And now, Amon, you're at the door. What do you do? Uh, open the door. You open the door. Ten feet ahead of you is another door. And it says, it's scratched, and it says you. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Cedric, come here. And Cedric will make his way. You walk up, Cedric, and you're just looking terrified right now. I just had to get And you're just covered in Belrin's blood. <laughs> 
and technically the blood on your ha- on your hand of Phileas. You just killed Phileas. So what do you do? But walk up to him and be like, uh, Phileas and Ben were not dead. I killed Phileas, but I got a green key. Well, we're all gonna be dead soon, probably. So we have to get this other key. Let's go. Uh, get on uh, get on my back. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you just sort of climb up on him, uh, one arm, and now you're just like dodging this giant fucking butcher's knife that's in the top of a monster. Is that butcher's knife? It's a diamond room. It's a huge you said a knife. knife. Out yeah. of all, I was people, expecting like a just a cutting knife. Like, like, fucked up. like he has a knife. If you had removed that, he would have died. Hmm? I know. I had plans I, for Steve this. Irwin. If you walk in there, that's what you just if, you, if, you, if, if you got less than, than uh, a certain amount, whoever got the lowest was going to get hit with a knife, and it's all written down. Um, anyway, so yeah, the, there's a door in front of you, Cedric, and you see it says you. What about me? What and doing? with him on my back, I will enter the door. You walk through, and there's another door in front of you, ten feet away, that says have. And open that one. And again, another door that says bean. Oh, God. You're right here. Yeah, I was like counting, like, how many doors... And the further you go, you would notice getting closer and closer to these doors. Now they have like this this oiliness to them, a soakingness, and they seem to be stained red. You ready for this, Cedric? I don't know, but we're gonna find out. Come on, we'll open the door. And you see warm. This is the last door. Yep. Okay, buddy, we're doing this. Alright. And he will open the last door. Who walks through first? He's on my back. I guess both of you. You walk through. We're the last ones. <laughs> Please, both of you, do a perception check. As you enter the red room. Red room. Oh, fuck. Mine wasn't 11. Come on, you would notice that the walls are bleeding. Apparently. You'd notice that there's a blazing fire, as there's a fireplace. And I guess you'd notice that there is several objects, several pieces of furniture around the room are just smashed and destroyed. What do you do if you want to look around the room? So the room is all bloody with smashed furniture. Yeah, but the walls are literally leaking blood. I'm going to investigate. Okay. And you would notice, Cedric, there's a large ritual circle upon the ground made with melted red candle wax that's creating a symbol upon the ground. And then the music starts. There's a music box in the corner that begins to crackle. What would you like to do? Come on. You get to do one action, too. There's a weird altar thing here. Come on, would... Pull out his dagger mm-hmm. and cut his cut his finger mm-hmm. and drip blood into the ritual. And the when once Amon does this, the wax and the fire glows even brighter, and then the music starts and it goes it's like this old timey sound, it's just like the devil's coming for you, baby. Better close your eyes. The devil's coming for you, baby. Better close your eyes. And it just cuts out and just keeps repeating it every six seconds. And then the room, the blood seems to seep down even more and even more. The devil's coming for you, baby. Better close your eyes. The devil's coming for you, baby. 
better close your eyes, and what do you two do before um, this happens? I want to, just because of that, I want to investigate that fireplace. Okay, and what are you doing? I'm going to keep investigating the altar thing. And I'm going to uh, drip some blood on there. Um, <clears throat> you would drip some blood and you'd notice it doesn't really do anything. And as Amon steps forward to the fireplace, the, the ritual circle is kind of on the fire, next in front of the fireplace. Oh, so, I didn't know where it was. Yeah, yeah, so, so I'm just letting you know. So do you walk into the ritual circle? I'll walk into the ritual circle. Oh, well, you're on me, so... Well, I, I figured you'd been off of him. Yeah, it, okay. he was investigating. Down. So do you walk into the ritual circle? Uh, Amon would look back at Cedric smile and then walk inside the... The moment you do, fire would just engulf Amon. You're covered in flames, Amon. Cedric, you're just taken aback. (gasps) And then... And then from the flames shoots out a red key that falls onto Cedric. Oh, right in front of him. Pick it up. By the time you're down picking it up, Cedric... Resistance to fire. You would hear... The clunking of hooves. As a mon has been turned into a centaur. <laughs> a centaur. There we go. How perfect is this? The conditions. <laughs> Hashtag a mon is an evil centaur. It worked yep. out yep. this way. I could never have expected. You're it. so happy. So are you saying that if he stepped in, he would have turned into a centaur? I'm not saying anything. All I'm saying is what happened happened. And I'm going by what the clue gave. You look up. Cedric, you're holding this key. Amon, when you stepped in, you felt your soul be rended from your flesh as Mephistopheles himself, the archdevil of the second layer of hell, the second most powerful demon, devil that has ever existed. You feel his presence, and he rips your soul apart, reforming you hey, in his... Yes, he but Lyle and the first layer of God. And he, and he reforms you, and you are no longer yourself. You, just like Eric earlier, feel only blood rage and hate and power as you, you awaken as this senpar Amon, and you look out towards... Cedric, Cedric, you have the key. You have actually all three keys on you. I'm gonna split. hold on. I just want to look at the timer here. Like this could it's like twenty be... minutes or ten minutes. Oh, no, you know you only have about fifteen minutes left. Amon is no longer himself. He's large, like 11, 12 feet tall. As you see, the bottom half is that of a a dark brown horse galloping, and the top is a shirtless Amon. His body and his and his demonic gaze looks at you. His eyes are now glowing a burning fiery green. Hashtag Amon is the key. And his eyes are just burning green, looking at you. And he's oddly sexy. And he's oddly sexy. <laughs> In fact, you can find uh, fan art of this exact version of Amon on our Discord server. <laughs> so, just go to our Twitter page and then follow the link. Following the clues. Either way, it's, yeah. So, what does Cedric do? Or I'm going to give Amon a chance to do something. And I will AOE the shit out of this room. You have a charge attack where you're able to knock somebody back 10 feet. Oh, you get. That's all I get. I get my spells. You're like right in the room with him. He's here. You are have, here. Have we run into... If you don't do anything, I will AOE you, Cedric. Cedric. I'm going to roll for stealth. You cannot uh, stop right. from here. No, I'm not going to roll. Holy, too many keys. I'm going to fucking dip. 
<laughs> this fucking. Like, so so you look up and this is what you see is a giant centaur mon. Oh fucking hell! I'm out of here. And then I'm just gonna fucking dash and just run as okay. fast as I can the other way. Uh, so you're running. Amon, he, he turns and he, and he runs. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and you sh you're shutting these doors behind you. Amon, what do you do? Well, since now that he left, I will use my charge attack and bust through all the doors to And Every single door you shut, Cedric goes, <laughs> It's like a you're, horror you're, game. You're yeah. shutting these, these doors <laughs> behind you. And, stuff. and you just hear smash, 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 smash. And then I'm guessing, do you run down the stairs once you get to the... Yeah, I'm gonna... Yeah, you run down the stairs. He continues running. You said the, stat you said the uh, Duke statue was in the garden, right? Yes. That's where I'm running. You're like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Okay, I need you both to do competing deck saves. I know he's gonna win this one unless you he... have, like, so little time left. It's, like, just past 25. Okay, he went. I got unnatural twenty. Okay, tell me how you dodge him. You're char You're trying to just get at him. <laughs> just like jumping him. back and forth, like yeah. throwing myself around. Yeah, like you're, you're jumping off the stairwells as you run down the steps. Uh, Cedric, you see a giant centipede sort of run by. You see a spirit of a ghost looking at you, a woman. She goes. I'm also going to use the last charge of my ram ring and try and push him back ten feet. Okay, so you jump down the stairs. Just he's like, and propel me forward. He's, he's galloping. He's, he's galloping down the stairs. It's just crushing the steps. This giant evil monstentaur, <laughs> crushing, crushing the stairs as he's running down. And you use your ring of the ram. Four. Thirteen. That hits your AC. I have low AC, man. You use your ring of the ram again, and then his, you just see him, and then he falls down into the stairs that he's on. This is your ring. Falls into the stairs, and you have a moment to just run just ahead of him as you run into the ballroom, and then you hear crash, crash as Amon just rises from these this wooden steps, and then he crushes through and he begins running at you. Do you run into the ballroom? I'm guessing, Amon. Yeah. Blood, blood, blood. You know what? I can still use spells, right? Uh, because I can I can do something. Okay, what do you want to do? I'll use dimension since I've been pretty much through this entire house. Yeah, yeah. I'll use dimension door and teleport in front of the door of the, the garden. Yeah, so you sort of crush out of this, and then you go, and you just take out your your shadow your your shadow book of shadows, and you just sort of speaking demonic disappear. You're running through the, the ballroom that this piano is playing. You hear all these people dancing around you. And then he appears. I want to roll acrobatics to dive between his fucking legs and go through. Okay, go ahead. Natural 20. Wow. Holy shit. So, yeah. so what do you do? Come on, come on. This Cedric is running towards the entrance into the garden, the exit to outside. <laughs> This dark void opens, and, and Amon just, evil centaur Amon just steps out. He's like, like he's gonna cast something at you. His hands start to burn. And what do you do? My hands are 22. I'm gonna, I'd like, fucking tenacious deep power fucking slide just yeah. under his legs with a dagger. And you just, and Amon, you feel beneath, underneath, and your horse uh, body below, you're just being gutted. And your guts just pour to the ground. And you just sort of fall down and let out this demonic. I was hoping that would like stay alive. You get there and then the spell just wears off. But you have to kill me. This couldn't have been better. This is quite the Halloween special. People are going to lose it. <laughs> and you finally dive out into the garden. 
and I'll run to the statue and say, <sighs> I'm just gonna hold out the red key for the blood of all those that died. And the red key throw it into the water? For the envy of the, for the envy of the dead that are living here. Throw it into the water, fucking black. And black for the foida that is the soul of the duke. And you throw it into the water. <sighs> I need a fucking vacation. <laughs> and you look back, and Amon, Centaur Amon, looking at you, yes. he would just fade. And Amon would be gutted upon the ground dead. Oh, Amon would be gutted upon the ground dead. And I'm just gonna let you know, you had just you eight minutes to spare. You had eight minutes to spare. Just you couldn't have done it. Like that was really close. So. This statue of the duke in front of you. I killed two stubborn heroes too. This lightning is falling down <laughs> upon you. And then you would feel this this storm begins to subside a little bit, and now it's just raining lightly, and it's not so rough on you. You're just gasping, holding your bloody arm, and then Or lack thereof. Or lack thereof. <laughs> and then you look around you, and within the dining hall, you see several of the spirits that were encountered. You see the little girl, look, and then she disappears. You see the older girl, look, and then she disappears. The mother in the garden just sort of disappears. And then... You see the spirits of your comrades. <laughs> disappear. Super shitty, like, fucking Star Wars, where they re-add fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, Obi-Wan's still old. Yeah, that's, that's our future special. That's yeah, like the ghost shadows, and it actually is Amon as a centaur. <laughs> <laughs> and Amon is just coughing up blood, and then behind you, and he looks at you, and then dies, and his green eyes go out. And you see his true eye color, which I'm not going to tell you what it is. Oh. So, and then... Only I know. Pink. And then this, the statue of the Duke. You see it glows with energy and then almost like a spiritual version of the duke comes out of the statue and flies towards you. Alright, just do it already. I'm sick of fighting. You have passed this test. You have successfully made it through to the next day. So I get the deed? You get a choice. This can all be yours. The power within this place. Or I will grant you one wish. A wish of your choosing. You cannot have both. I wish to be rich. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you look around. <clears throat> I wish... Bring my friends back. The lightning strikes. Are you sure? I didn't take someone like you to hold any sentiment. Only the most callous, the most depraved, the most dark-hearted could possibly have survived the night. That is what the test was always looking for. You would give up all this power to become the ruler of this house of your friends? Yeah. I got lots of power. Got my own little network. I don't need to cross the old house. So be it. 
the lightning strikes again. And the Duke takes out his cane and he stabs you in the heart. You will be with your friends again. (laughs) And then pulls it out. And you just feel this pain. As all of these spirits lunge towards you. And then you wake up in your bed. It's a few days earlier. You're laying within your chambers. That scroll that you stole from the bank of Everfay is laying there upon the table unopened. The scroll that led you to this place. What do you do when you wake up? Like, what do you express in? Just get a little, uh... You just... Flint and tinder to... And you just hear knocking at the door and open up. Sedgwick? It's Barchoad. Oh, uh... Hey, Barchoad, I'm just, uh, taking care of something and I'll burn. Whoa! Sedgwick, what are you doing? That thing could have been worth so much money! It's not worth that much. <laughs> what are you doing? It could be worth it could be worth millions and millions of gold. Some things that maybe you're not even crazy enough to, to do. I mean technically that would have been his fourth death. I was gonna say if it was a real thing, a lightning change. He <laughs> saved all of us over greed. And then uh Barcho's like, Whatever, you're crazy. And then he steps out of the room as you watch this parchment light a flame. And as the flames engulf the parchment, you just see the words Redgrave Estate slowly burning away. There is a house on the hill surrounded by trees just a few miles outside of Yarninbreeze. Its walls are brick, its floor sturdy wood. Its foundation of stone, 300 years it has stood. Many have died there, within that hollowed ground. And those that go in, never make a sound. That's where we're going to end the episode. (laughs) Many death sounds. (laughs) Alright, that was, that went... Swimmingly, I can't think of that going any better than how it went. I was gonna, I was gonna say. How did we make him on the centaur? You, you, I didn't make you go to that room. I didn't make him go to the blue room. And I have the notes here. That is what was always going to happen. I was gonna say, whoever stepped into that was gonna become a centaur, and he fucking stepped into it. I was gonna say you should just switch to my room after this and had him on wake up. Centaur? Only two legs. Holy crap. Hashtag Amara is the evil centaur. <laughs> well, I want to thank you, Eric, for joining us. Hashtag Amon was. <laughs> it was. Yeah. For this uh, Halloween episode. You should point at that girl who made him a centaur. And uh, yeah, so I want to thank everybody on our Discord server for all the inspiration and getting us um, to actually make this Halloween special. Like to put out a special thank you to Nakara, who actually helped to um, create Amon the centaur, I guess. She's given us a lot of fan art, and she drew Amon as a centaur, which gave me this idea, and I think it just fit perfectly. I'm, I'm over the moon about how this went. And Yes, thank you for this never-ending hashtag. <laughs> I would like to thank Ness, and I would like to thank um, uh, I'm going to butcher your name again, Lalix Halix um, for specifically Lalix Halix both of you did your part, but Lalix Halix actually did the piano theme that I used at the beginning of the episode, which is phenomenal with my voiceover. It was great. 
We want to thank you and everybody else who is on our Discord server. If you don't have Discord, you can follow the link that's on our Twitter page. You just go to our profile. It's right there. Take the plunge. Download the app. It's a lot of fun. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at Stubborn Heroes. You can follow me, Adam the DM, at Omidius, O-M-I-D-I-I-O-U-S. You can follow Cody. That's Stubborn Centaur. I mean Stubborn Cody. <laughs> you can follow Michael. Stubborn Bellrend. You can follow Eric. At Endless Reaper. You can follow David. At Stubborn Phileas. And you can follow Cedric. I'm Cedric Quo. And until next time, happy Halloween! Told you I was gonna get those nat 20s. Can I know where this life?